Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brad. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can join us on YouTube at Pirate Radio TV. Subscribe, like, and follow us there so you can watch this show, the Brian Bailey Show, the Holt Naylor Show and all of our ECU pre- and post-game coverage right there in one spot for you at Pirate Radio TV. Also got all of our interviews from last week's ECU Baseball Media Day if you want to continue to get ready for Pirate Baseball coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, We have Shirley Rhodes here. We've got Alex Harper here. We got all the interns here, Delaney, Zach, Chan is here way way over in the corner coach mac is here as he will join us here in hour number one of today's program and uh other guests to get to including the mully man in hour two former pirate baseball player mike harrington spoke at the ecu baseball banquet on saturday we'll talk about his playing days and the 23 club the new nil venture for ecu baseball we'll discuss that and more with mike in hour number two bryce williams joins us in hour number three but the main event of today's show is uh the intern olympics continues for another week this week it is named that sound. It'll be Zach, who was a champion in trivia last week, versus Delaney, versus Alex. Shirley Rhodes has cooked up a full game of name that sound. In fact, we got two guests in hour two. We might we might go first half in hour two, second half, hour three, or play the whole game. Are y'all here the whole day? Yeah? No. What time are you leaving? You're leaving at 530. Oh, okay. We'll get it in before then um way to use your hands there that was good uh so yeah we will uh, get that done before uh, delaney and the interns have to depart from the studio john how you doing man i'm good man happy tuesday to you ht to you and coach mac how you doing over there i'm hey, coach, good i'm good if i if i get can you moved, hear me if i get moved just a little bit i'll be in ellerby's office you know you have plenty of room right I, I do now that you're you know making a fuss over there, but yeah, I'm not. <laughs> what was that? It. It's okay. I couldn't hear hey, you. I'm in the room. It's okay. Be careful, Coach. Over the weekend, Chon <laughs> learned he had Italian descent, so he has been acting a little different around here. Yeah, I think the Italians would descent owning him. <laughs> is what I think. <laughs> Coach Mac, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, been busy prepping and uh, had a good game last week uh, with uh, Georgia Tech women at Virginia Tech. And I've got uh, a CBS Sports game this Saturday. Elon at North Carolina A&T 
on um, on on the big TV. Mac in all of the living rooms. That should do about as good as numbers as the NFL games did this weekend. Yeah, they did some serious numbers. That they did. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I'll be uh, tuned into that, coach. Yeah, I, don't know. I hope we'll, nobody planned any programming against them. <laughs> good point. Yeah, we're going to uh, critique your work next Tuesday. I look forward to it. <laughs> I bet you do. I was critiquing a couple of uh, announcers while we were off the air, and uh, you know, some uh, you know, I, I really hesitate to do it because these people do it for a living. I do it to mess around and uh, as a hobby. But uh, goodness gracious, some of them drive me crazy. Well, uh, yeah, we, Chandler and I have dissenting opinions on Eric Collins. I was going to ask announcer. Coach about Eric Collins. Do you know Eric Collins? No. You remember Steve Martin that used to call Hornets? Of games? course he does. Yes. He's a legend. Yes, everybody knows Steve. He Martin. took over for Steve Martin, and oh. he is one of the most exciting uh, broadcasters in the game. Really? AKA is a Gus Johnson wannabe. Steve Martin. <laughs> was, Steve Martin was doing uh, did some of our games because he was at Davidson, I think, before he got the Hornets job. I'm trying to see if we could find some. Uh, Charlie, I remember Steve Martin. Do on you Lake have Thompson. the? Did you save that Eric Collins mix you made last week or whatever? Or was that something you found online? Do you have that? Pull it up. Oh, so Coach Mack in here, and we can get his thoughts on it. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of Eric Collins. Uh, you don't. You're not here. aware of Humdiddly D. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, let's hear. Let's hear some Eric Collins. I'd love to hear Coach. Lamelo gets past Edwards. Shot blocked out at two. Lamelo from Shakopee. <laughs> the Hornets have numbers. They can take the lead right here. Yes! The Hornets have come all the way back. The Hornets have come all the way back against the best team in the Western Conference. Brandon, tough chance. Look at that smile and look at that laugh. That's because you love it, right? That's a little much. <laughs> a lot much. That's a little. That's much. all from one game. Ooh, and yeah, he does that. But he's been like that, exhausted. He must be in great shape to do that eighty-two times a year because they've never been in the playoffs. I don't think so. Eighty-three, coach. They're in that stupid. Uh, play-in game thing. oh the play-in game yeah and they always get blown out in that one uh you know who his color analyst is who? that shirt on your chest there dale curry oh dale yeah okay so he's good i like dale yeah yeah not so much uh eric collins chandler i like his guy. excitement and i probably like him because he did tell me i had a night uh, he liked my hat uh i went behind the <laughs> hornets live broadcast and the concourse of the spectrum center one time and they were coming in, and he stopped and said, "Hey, I like your hat, man." 
I and I w- said, hum diddly D. I wondered why people would say Chandler's so easy. I thought it meant something else, but apparently, <laughs> apparently it's this. Say one compliment about Chandler, you got him for life. I said, I'm a fan for life, buddy. <laughs> I said, thank you. Uh, Jamie says, when is Brandon Manning coming back on the show? Brandon, uh, Jamie, that would be either next Monday or the following Monday as we have our Brandon Manning baseball chats. Getting ready for some baseball some pirate baseball here around these parts. Superstitious beers. That's right. Superstitious beers. Brandon with the superstitious beers. Got to be careful with those. Coach Mack, um, by the way, when I said last night that a top 10 team would lose, what I meant to say was at least one of them would not cover. Oh, is that what you meant? I thought that's what you meant. That's what I meant by that. I thought that's what you meant. Because Duke won by 10 over Virginia Tech. But uh, Houston won in overtime, but did not cover. They uh, beat Texas last night. Horns can I, down. Can I still horns down. The horns down thing continues. It does. They had to take all their t-shirts off. What if you didn't have any shirt on other than the t-shirt at BYU? Got to go shirtless. They did. They hold the whole student section had to take their shirts off. Now was that a directive from BYU? Yes. Okay. I thought like so. we. I, it's still astonishing to me that. They have to say like we don't do this around here. Do what? It's like college sports. It's it's rivalry. It's fun. What is the big deal about horns down? I'll never understand it. Yeah, it, it, they, they they're going to really have a hard time in this. I can't wait. I, I hope they lose every game. It's going to be so much fun. All right, coach. Um, let's see college hoops tonight. What's coming up on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck? The Buck. Uh, Coach Mack sent me a text yesterday, and I read it live on the air, all the big top ten matchups coming up this weekend. There, so thank you for that. Yeah, there are eight of the top ten are playing each other. That's that, right. that doesn't happen. Tonight, you've got South Carolina on the road at Tennessee. South Carolina's good. Lamont Paris uh, came from Chattanooga. Uh, struggled a little bit last year, despite having a, an NBA guy. Got a bunch of transfers in, and they're from powerhouses like the Citadel and Wofford and uh, places like that, hmm. and they are just kicking butt. We saw them here in Minji's, had them on the ropes, could yeah. not finish, was a bummer. And they're good. Well, they are good. They so how much is Tennessee favored by tonight at home, Mac? Is that a, you want me to guess? Yeah. At home, nine and a half. Thirteen and a half. Ooh, mm. wow. That is a lot. That's a lot. It's a whole lot. North Carolina on the road tonight at Georgia Tech. The Tar Heels are nine and zero oh in the ACC. Do you like you want to say something? I'm going to say something. Now, are you going to say that you think that one of these top ten teams does let me, not let cover? Me, can I look at the schedule first? Can I go through some games? It sounds like is that okay it with sounds you? Like you want to take South Carolina there plus the points? I don't. Seeing the number that high, Vegas is telling me Tennessee wins by twenty because Mac said it should be around nine and a half. I agree. So with it that high, you got to go Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. makes no damn sense at all. Marquette is at Villanova. <laughs> now Marquette's top ten. Villanova's eleven and nine, four and five. What's the line on that game, Coach? In Pennsylvania. So Marquette at Nova. Uh Marquette minus three and a half. Boop. Villanova by one and a half. No way. Yep. Villanova's gonna win. That's crazy. <laughs> it's all crazy. Uh one top top twenty five versus top twenty five tonight, Texas Tech at TCU see OK State at Kansas. So that's what's going on tonight in college basketball. Mac highlighted Saturday 
uh, because along with Carolina Duke that day, we get some other top 10 versus top 10 matchups, including Houston at Kansas. That'll be good. Houston coming off that win last night. Uh, You also have Tennessee at Kentucky. And wasn't there one more? Uh, Purdue, I thought, was involved in one. Oh, it was this weekend. So maybe it's Sunday. Purdue, Wisconsin, maybe? Yep. Purdue, Wisconsin is Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Top 10, top 10. That's good. Final four teams. All. Uh, looking forward to that. All right, Coach, um, you want to get into your questions? We can, but I, I did a little investigative reporting for y'all. Okay. Did you all see the LSU-South Carolina game at all? Um, I did. I watched some of it. Okay. I know my girl, my girl Chloe Kitts had a big first half. Chloe Kitts. There you go. There you go. But the, the, one of the most memorable things, though, was the fact that Mulkey had a, uh, a another uh, outfit on that was was flamboyant. Yes, that's that's a good word there, he's Sean. A good, he's a good word guy. Yeah, the uh, that, that's outstanding. The uh, and uh, it had a part of the thing. It was partly it was a tiger. It had Coca Cola down the side, which which got my attention. You know, because you know product placement, advertising, whatever you got going on. But I called some friends at the Coca Cola company, and they explained what the jacket was. There was a when they won the national championship, they made they made a souvenir bottle. Coke made a souvenir bottle, and they got this famous artist to paint the bottle. Her name is Becky Foss. She does a lot of clothing stuff too, but she does a lot of painting, uh, a bunch of stuff. She's from New Orleans, really talented younger younger artist, and that was the drawing that was on the bottle celebrating their national championship. Mulkey loved it and asked if she could have a jacket made that looked like the bottle. That's how that came about. It wasn't Coca-Cola advertising on her being like like Chanel or Gucci or whatever with Don Saylor or something or someone else. But it was uh, but it was that's how it got on there. That's that was the story behind that outfit. And this has been Mac Investigates Things I Don't Care About. Oh, so you had, <laughs> you, you had well, well, um, if, if we're going to have that as a segment, we could do like 45 minutes with a clip. <laughs> Just kidding. So the way you described it, I was like, uh, let's go over the commander's coaching situation again. Oh, yeah, like, we like, got to do that at some point. There are though. three people that care about that. So I thought it was going to be kind of small down the side. No, it is like out front on her right side. And it is the giant Coca-Cola in the cursive. But you're saying like she wasn't paid no, that to was, wear this. No, no, this is not an NIL deal. This is something she liked and had made. And I got to say, I do like the uh, tiger stripe gold on one side, purple on the other. It's kind of hot. And since you didn't see the game and uh, don't care about the game, uh, you I also, do. South also, Carolina came back and won. You, po- you probably wouldn't care about Dawn Staley having one of the best lines of any coach this year in the postgame press conference. The first question was, does it bother you that the fans were so hard on you and getting personal, uh, you know, yelling at you from the stands? I know what she said. Yeah, there you go. She said they were calling her boo. Yeah, she said they were. It was exactly the opposite. Coach Max, I know way more about this than you think I know. <laughs> I know that Kim Mulkey was asked if her team is on the same level as South Carolina, and she said, "I'm not going to do that. I ain't going to have that conversation. We're too." 
it was a great ball game. I'm not going to get into it. Is that what she sounds like? I don't know. <laughs> but coach, I know quite a bit about this. I can't believe I know so much about this. Well, I got, women's I, basketball. We talked guy. about two things, and you knew about one of them. So that's good. That's good. <laughs> Mike P said, "Clip, please stop following up on the Coke jacket. We don't care about it." There's my see. That's Mike P. <laughs> that's that's your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mike B. Um, I, okay, I'll. I got a question. Is South Carolina head and shoulders? Are they a shoe in to win the tournament, or is it open? No, it's open because okay. uh, because there are a lot more good teams, and the the Knights they don't shoot it well. They are really vulnerable. Now, most Knights they shoot it darn well too, but uh, but they, they are vulnerable. Remember when they didn't shoot it well for like four minutes? Yeah, and we were in that, that game uh, in Minji's. That was fun. Yeah, I was like, we have a chance, and yeah. then we didn't. They were they're pretty good. They're pretty deep, pretty tall. How about the tale of two outfits? You had Kim Mulkey wearing what she was wearing, and then I believe Don Staley was wearing a sweatshirt. Chanel. Yeah, like a five thousand dollars sweatshirt. I'd wear it. What is your uh, sell it. <laughs> what's your attire for calling games? I've got uh, a piece of it. T V suit and tie. Yeah. I have asked you this before. You were you never made it to the wear sweats on the bench. No. Yeah. I really wish I had. Chandler you would have went to the sweats. Oh. Chandler's a big uh you should wear a tie. I'm old side. school, man. I wish I wish coaches and some of them are actually starting to do it rick patino still i believe does it um does hurley do it shire did it the other night but he just didn't have a tie uh a lot of them did it the last two weeks because of coaches versus cancer and that's called suits and sneakers yeah some of them some of them that don't wear suits put them back on for this week dan hurley's a tie guy although in that one it looks like he's just a shirt no tie yeah he's a tie guy he's crazy um, Chon wants ties. Give me suits and ties. Even how about football? Remember Mike Nolan, former 49ers coach, used to wear a tie. Al Golden. Tie guy? Okay. Used to coach Miami. You want your uh, football coach in a tie? Nah. You want Co- Cliff Godwin in a tie? Coach Die. Coach Die in a tie? In you, a, how say, about a tie die tie? Did you say Bill Lewis? No. Bill Lewis did it. Okay. No. What do you think about baseball coaches wearing uniforms, Coach Mike? I think it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I was at, uh, and some can get away with it, some can't. I was at a game, uh, the only game. Ted Turner, the owner of the Braves, Braves. Uh-huh. he managed a game. He made himself the manager. He fired the manager, and he managed the game. I was at the game. It was at Pittsburgh, Three Rivers Stadium. I don't know why. I just happened to be there for a summer camp. Went to the game, and he wore number one, and he wore that light blue uniform that they wore on the road. I wonder how old of a man was he then? He was old. Do you remember? He He was was old. old. He did, yeah, and he didn't wear it as well as Jane Fonda would have or whatever. That is bad, eh, when you can fire a guy and just take over as manager because you (laughs) own the team. I wonder what the players were. I was I wondered how he had a uniform that fit. He did the job of like eight people. He set the programming for a TV network. He coached the team. He owned the team. He did it all. You don't need all this staff. They were pretty bad back then too, right? They were uh, in that era yeah, you're talking about. Bad. Yeah, they were bad. Uh, Mike P wants his baseball coach in full uniform with a bow tie. That'd be a good look. <laughs> I it, wish uh, more coaches and Mike would P do the wanted us to stop talking about the Jackets. <laughs> I think on, he's Mike. on board now. Come on, Mike. Uh, Pike says any ticket giveaways today? Now nah, we're fresh out. Wow. Uh, Steve and 
Blake Henderson. Blake came by today. Uh, Steve came by yesterday to get their tickets for ECU South Florida. Coach, do you know anything about South Florida? The the section of the country or the university? The university, specifically their basketball team, uh, specifically this year. They're playing pretty well, actually. They are. They've they are. won five in a row. Yeah. They're six and one in league play. Who's their head coach? Oh, that's a good question. Gosh, Brian Gregory was, and he got replaced by, gosh. Okay, so I don't know this guy, but I know his brother. His brother was a high draft pick in the mid-'90s out of Cal. Early to mid-'90s, not Jason Kidd, but a pick by the Grizzlies named Sharif Abdurrahim. Oh, yeah, he came from Kennesaw State, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who did? And it's this coach. Yeah. Oh, the coach did. Yeah, and his son plays at Georgia. Ah, did not know that. Yeah. Well, he's getting it done this year. Uh, the Bulls uh, are hot coming into Minji's coming up on Wednesday night. All right, let's get a break because my favorite part of the week is Mac asking me questions, and well, I want to hear some them. questions. I've got good questions. All right, we'll see if uh, Chan and I have the answers when we return. On a Tuesday with Mac edition of Pirate Radio Live, still to come, the Mully Man, Mike Harrington, Bryce Williams, and intern, name that sound. All ahead on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. For our wrap up, let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. You begin. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault animate things. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. I saw something today that I might actually be interested in and watch on February 17th. Did you see the Battle of the Sexes uh, three-point contest they're doing? No. Steph Curry versus Sabrina. Ionescu. Ionescu. Very good, Sean. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, Yes, baby. you do. Um, so, like, this weekend is the Pro Bowl games and the, like, all that crap and not into that. I watched the All-Star, NBA All-Star game, some MLB All-Star game a little bit, eh, whatever. But um, this is different. I think I'm going to check this out. And where and how and... It'll be uh, All-Star Weekend, Indianapolis. Oh, at the, a part of the All-Star Game. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Now, I don't know if they're still doing a regular three-point contest. I would assume so. Uh, Curry will shoot from the NBA three-point line with NBA basketballs. Um, Sabrina will shoot from the WNBA three-point line with WNBA basketballs. 
INSQ. INSQ. There you go. Need to learn that one. All right. So uh, there you go. He doesn't know like we do. <laughs> Chandler, do you care about this? Oh, absolutely. It's a little. It's something different. There you go. All right. It's something different. I'm always down for something different. All right, Coach Mack, let's get some questions. We got questions, and some of these are open ended. Some of them will evolve into discussion. We got two non football questions, then we'll get into some football stuff. But college football, by the way, uh, did you see, have you seen? You, you've probably been working all day, but the the new Netflix documentary about NASCAR Full Speed came out today. Uh, I don't know if all of them are, have been released. I assume they have, but there are five episodes. Today was uh, the release date, and Denny Hamlin had a quote early in the episode which i thought bore uh the chance for us to have some discussion he said like michael jordan is of course the other owner of his team he and jordan own a team with Mm -hmm. with two cars uh bubba wallace and um and uh, tyler reddick uh 45 and 23 jordan's two numbers but he said i can go out and shoot basketball with and make threes with Michael Jordan. I can go play golf with him. I can birdie a hole. Um, you know, I can take batting practice. You know, he played baseball too. Uh, but no other athlete in any other sport can do what I do, can drive a race car as fast as I do. Do we agree or disagree with that? Yeah. I agree with that. Um maybe uh, six months from now they can like maybe not get in there right now and do it but yeah it can be a skill that can be learned i mean he can't shoot as good as jordan like uh, he can make a shot sure and jordan can make a lap around the track not as fast as denny hamlin that's that's his point and and does he have a point? okay all right does he have a point no about no ath- he doesn't athletic have a point. ability no he doesn't have a point because denny hamlin couldn't go play an nba game sure he could hit a free throw he couldn't play in an nba game if he'd he get his ass kicked months? I'm not talking about Jordan racing a car. I'm talking about getting in the car and oh, driving can... a lap as fast as Denny Hamlin can. And no, and no, he can't do that. And Denny Hamlin couldn't go in an NBA game and play. I'm not talking not about, talking about, about a NBA contest. Game. I'm talking, talking about, about the skill of driving. I'm not talking about Denny Hamlin racing a car. But you can't then compare. What's the, what's, you the can't... Point, what's the point of the, of the argument then? You can't there's compare. There's no competition in it. You can't compare driving as fast as Denny Hamlin does and shooting a free throw. Like, Jordan did a lot more than shot a, a ball with nobody guarding him. It's, too, it's not the same. What makes these people great is the competition around them. And you're telling me that right, there's no competition around them and you go and do what they're doing? It's not a good argument. Michael that's Jordan the, could learn to be the question. a NASCAR driver and be successful quicker than Denny Hamlin could be a successful NBA basketball player. Well, Do we not agree? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking about Michael Jordan, we'll stay on the Final Four. You're all's picks for the men's and women's Final Four. <laughs> well, I've got a future on Houston, so I got them. Okay. I got Kelvin Sampson cutting down the nets this year. Uh, boy, I have not thought of this, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look at some stuff. Yeah, but you all know stuff. Uh, but it's gonna be easy just to pick the top teams. I don't want to do that. Uh, you know what? Give me UConn back in there again. Okay. Purdue. 
I, they're going to lose again in the tournament. Okay. And people are going to be freaking out about Matt Painter. So okay. give me Houston. Give me UConn. Matt Painter, who coached at Barton College. Who told you that, Coach? Uh, me via Shirley. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Shirley. Just Shirley. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's see. I need a SEC team in there. Do you? I do. Okay. And that is not going to be Kentucky. It's not going to be Tennessee. It's going to be somebody like... Uh, Oh, okay. Let's go Houston, Yukon, Auburn, mm. and Arizona. Okay. I'm going to go give me Carolina. Give me Texas Tech. Yukon. And then give me Purdue. <clears throat> all right wow. okay We're okay different. all right mine are just for, for the record houston kansas yukon and purdue purdue gets by this time okay I well, boy you are chalky mcchalk over there really yeah you got kansas isn't even in the top 10 they're number eight well, number eight okay they're in the top 10 yukon purdue Houston. Yeah. Num- Is that number one, two, three, and four? Number one, two, four, and eight. <laughs> number one, two, four, and eight. There you go. Who do we appreciate? Yeah. Um, Women's basketball. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Because you nailed this with Louisville. It's kind of tough. Well, it's the same thing now. I don't know. Have you seen enough coach to give me a team like outside the top 20 or 25 that could? Because somebody, I mean, we nobody had San Diego State FAU last year. No. So it could happen. You sounds like you like South Carolina a lot. They're basically 26 right now. They shoot the daylights out of it and got great guards. They could absolutely make a run. Alabama, like a lot of these SEC teams. Um, BYU, is BYU good? They're very that good. good? That they're not going to play the tournament at their place, though, so that would, Ooh, hurt. That okay. would hurt their chances. All right, but I, all I'm saying is I'm a, there's, there's, uh, there's Iowa State. Uh, Ronnie Woodward has a future on Iowa State that Iowa he's excited State. about yeah, right now. Yeah. If they uh, are stealing those signs like Connor Stallions, they'll be in good shape. Who is their coach? Uh, Otzelberger. Okay. All right. Well, Ronnie, if you're tuned in, um, there you go. Coach Mack likes Iowa State. All right. Sorry. Women's Final Four. Give me South CAC. Give me... What's the LSU? So that girl's back uh, for LSU the great uh, angel reese yeah okay uh but wait i don't know if i'm picking them yet okay yeah they lost again last night wow to mississippi state all right give me uh give me west moore and nc state nc state mm-hmm. so give me carolina. south carolina nc yeah. state um oh what a story it would be tara vandeveer stanford they got a chance the year she gets the all-time wins yeah. makes it to the final four south carolina stanford nc state and now nah, let's throw Gino in. I don't know. Let's that's go UConn. That's a little chalky too, but that's that's fine. <laughs> I forgot that doesn't watch <laughs> women's basketball. It's about the best I can do here. Chan man, South CAC, of course. Uh, give me Colorado. Like that, Texas. <laughs> the men or women? Women. I'm kidding. Horns down, baby. And then give me uh. Let's get Caitlin Clark in there again, Iowa. Okay. I don't like having NC State in my Final Four. Take them out. Let's put in uh, shout out Cheryl Miller, USC. Wow. Trojan. USC is not even the best team in that town. That's why I like them. They got a chip on their shoulder, coach. Wolf's down. (laughs) 
All right. South Carolina, NC State, Colorado, and Kansas State. So Kansas State's number two in the country, huh? Yes. Who's the team? Oh, you know how I want it to be? Is it TCU that had all those issues? Yeah, yeah they, they played with the walk-ons. Now. Yeah, they had yeah. to do like tryouts yeah. or something. Yeah, they won't make it, but that's a neat story. That's though. crazy. It yeah. is a neat story. They had to forfeit games, right? Yes, they forfeited two games. What about Virginia Tech's women? What's their What's their percentage of making the uh, uh, final four? Got a chance, but all the way back to the final four, they've got they've got two of the best players in the country, so you, you can't rule them out. But uh, uh, need to see a little bit more out of them going down the stretch here. They've got a big week. They've got uh, uh, let's see, they've got their arch rival UVA who just beat Carolina. Then they've got Carolina. Then they've got NC State in a row. I'm going to go with Ohio State in the final the four. Ohio That's State. a good pick. The Ohio State. That's a good pick. Well, for one, because they're, they've been on a run, but they've also shown that they can go up against the competition and beat them. They beat Iowa yeah. uh, and beat Caitlin Clark. If I'm – no, that wasn't uh, – I don't think that was the game. Was that the game that they had the yes. collision? Yes, okay, yeah. it was, yeah. Okay, so uh, they have they have proven that they can go up against the, the big boys or big – girls and big uh, gals yeah and and win it so i wouldn't count out ohio state if they get hot late in the season uh i can see them making a run yeah they were they were in the elite eight last year yeah mac uh johnny stats has a good question for you while we're on the topic of college basketball um johnny stats says this team has the nation's longest winning streak mcneese state and the they, stats yeah. to consider and they are coached by one will wade i didn't know that either uh he said how do other coaches and you specifically view will wade it's uh he's he's absolutely a polarizing guy i like him he's really good uh i think he got a raw deal when you compare him to what happened to other coaches uh he was basically accused of the same thing that that uh bill self was and bill self is still an icon and will wade is is uh stumping around uh southwest louisiana Man, and I guess, Johnny, are you talking about McNeese State when you say they have beat Michigan, UAB, and VCU and lead the nation in three-point shooting? All that's correct. Wow. Wow. So, Will Wade will be coaching where next year? East Carolina? When does he get back into a big job, Coach? It won't be long. Yeah. It won't be long. Chris Beard's coaching, right? Chris Beard is coaching Where's at he? Ole Miss. And, Ole Miss. And, and, and they're a good. really good team. Yeah, yeah, they're good this year. Yeah, they're like 17-4. and four. All right, um, all right. Back to your questions. Back to the actually, are we moving on to a different subject? We're moving on to college football. Well, let's uh, take a break then. Okay, good break management. We'll take a break. More uh, questions with Mac answers with for Chan and I. I'm still pissed about the Denny Hamlin thing. That was like totally apples to potatoes there. Oh well, you know that's what this show is about. Awful question, Opinions. coach. No, no. I, I just brought his. It was a great up. question. It's a great question because you got clip riled up. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to drive a car leaving here tonight. <laughs> You've got skill. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. All right, back with you after this. If that thing will start. <laughs> Epileptic episode, elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic. Flurries of funk felt feeding the fanatics. Gift got great global goods.
to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Caleb Stroud of Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved boating his entire life. And that's why in 2012, he's decided to give back to the Marine community by creating a way for boaters to order pre-owned salvaged marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service. Their mission is to save you money and get you back out on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Stroud's Marine, uh, your best source for salvaged outboard parts. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, uh, Bryce Williams says he's going to be running a little late. ETA 525. So... Can we play Name That Sound from 5 o'clock to about 5.23? Delaney, is that cool with you? All right. Everybody good? Good? Yep. All right. We got a plan. Uh, right now, we've got more hard-hitting questions from Mac McCarthy. I-, I like when the tables are turned and he asks us questions. And let's get some more, Coach. All right. All these are going to be kind of back-to-back-to-back. But there's going to be a Super League in college football, right? It, it's it's it appears coming. So. It's inevitable. How many teams should be in the college football super league <laughs> 133 like it is now okay that's uh, that's an answer half of that so s- 65 okay all right that and i've heard that number and i've heard i've heard people say everybody should be included how many teams would there have to be to ensure East Carolina is one of them? Mm. 84. Yeah, I was going to say 80-something. Or 80, yeah. So they would get in under your plan, but they wouldn't get un- in under your plan. Yeah. Which is why Chandler's not a true pirate. Not a true pirate. He just showed his cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The follow-up to this is how many... You said how many should be, how many should be, how many will be. What is your prediction on actually the number that will be in this Super League? I don't know. I hope it's enough, though, to where – see, well, I like great games and great matchups and big time, but I also like the upset factor in it. So if it's just the, the best of the best, we're kind of going to be missing out on that, I feel like. And – I don't know. I, what, what's your your question again? How many will there be in the How many Super will League there that be? Yeah, not what you want. You wanted all of them. You wanted half of them. Fifty. Yeah, I mean it's got to be fifty to sixty, or it's too small of a playing field. I, I think that's a reasonable argument. I don't know what right now. Just so you, just so you can keep up with the numbers. If you took the SEC, the Big Ten, Notre Dame, the ACC, and the Big Twelve, if you took the Power Four, whatever that means, and Notre Dame, that would be sixty-four. Right, but I think some of those teams don't belong, and okay. you could throw yeah, in some others. How how are you going to get rid of Vanderbilt out of the SEC? How am I going to do it? Easy. Say, Vanderbilt, you're out of the SEC. Yeah. Okay. Realistically, how could you get Northwestern out of the Big Ten? Conferences are no longer a thing. 
Everybody's going to be an independent. Do you? I mean, conferences have too much power. I, I, I know. I would love for that to not to be the case. I'd love for uh, uh, what was it? Chip Kelly, uh, his his thing said everybody should be an independent. Yeah, if if you want to make a super league, I think that's how it should be. I don't think Vanderbilt should be invited just because they joined the SEC all those years ago. Now, well, again, it's 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 an absolute good argument, but uh, but I don't I don't know that you get away with that. Uh, and then you still have the uh, you know then you still have the P two out there. You got Oregon State and Washington <laughs> State out there by themselves. You know th- that would be sixty six. But uh, uh, again, I don't know what the number is for the right people. And and all these schools are so different. You know, like you mentioned, you've got Vanderbilt, you've got Northwestern, you've got uh, schools that that Rutgers. Are, that, uh, Rutgers, yeah, good, good number, good, good, good point on Rutgers. But uh, uh, and then you've got really small schools that that uh, that don't fit the the you know uh, profile of of all the other schools. How are, how are they going to make it? Uh, but all this is all this is absolutely being discussed. And and I'm afraid. I didn't think I would see it in my lifetime, but I'm afraid it's going to be sooner than later for all this. Really. Like how many years? 20, 20, uh, 2030? Well, the 12 team playoff deal only goes through 2026. Yeah. So if you're going to make a change, it would make sense to make it from that point forward. ECU is going to have a two year window to make a playoff, and that's it. And after that, in their history, good luck. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, is that true? Is that not how it's going to be? Well, it, you know, yes, but you know that that would be the same for a whole lot of people. Yes, yeah, but yeah, it, it very well could be. So, uh, Mike Houston, you got two years to get us to the promised land. There you go. Uh, the problem is, even if they go undefeated this year, they wouldn't be invited. Well, they would get that that extra spot or whatever. But like Cincinnati had to go back to back years undefeated to be invited. You can't just go one year; you got to go two. So anyway. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Okay, along those same lines, and I don't know how much you all have followed any of this, but uh, you, you have certainly uh, you've certainly been aware of that it's being discussed. Are we also this close to the private equity ownership of a college athletic department? Uh, explain that to me, like I'm five, like uh, like a hedge fund. Uh coming in and buying the university <laughs> of texas athletics department so like Michael well Ford if there's owning a, carolina's athletic department he's if there's a breakaway from the ncaa i mean this wouldn't be this wouldn't be like corporate kind of thing this would be this would be more like uh, like like i said like wealth management kind of folk or maybe one of these like nil outfits like owns the athletic department but but aren't they break? Isn't the thought that they're going to break away from the NCAA and schools are going to start paying the athletes themselves? Yeah. So at that point, anybody like who owns that? Like, it, I mean, it's still at this point, you know, and we're the only people that do it in the world. Athletics is still part of academics, but in this new world, in the new world. I think these people would actually be paying East Carolina for the for the branding rights of calling them the East Carolina Pirates. Uh, Jerry says Mr. Beast could buy ECU Athletics to save our program. There you go. Mr. Beast, jump on it. The ECU Beast. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that happening once the, the split and everything you talk about occurs. 
Yeah, it, it it brings up so many questions. Uh, you know, uh, you know, the, one of the things that came up uh, in the discussion with the, the UNC chancellor was the uh, the situation with. Uh, the other sports, the quote non-revenue, the Olympic sports, the um, because so many so many schools have invested heavily in, in those, mm-hmm. and what is their role going to be going forward? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was literally on a task force for a high school when I was in uh, in Richmond, and uh, you know it was obviously brought up that you know, in high school sports uh, that we're the only people in the world that ties you know athletics to to the academic thing and it continues into the college thing and of course in high school there is no reason for anything outside of football to exist in high school sports because there is there is a mechanism there there is there is a uh, you know a plan for all those sports outside of football to exist whether it be travel ball AAU uh you know that there you know all the sports, tennis, golf, basketball, baseball, softball, all those have a, a plan in place where it would not have to be tied to the academic institution. True. Very true. Um, also, if anybody out there is listening, I would love to be on a task force of some kind. That sounds really cool. <laughs> um, but to your point, Coach... <laughs> that's all i could think about the whole time you we were talking is i want to be on the task force oh goodness um i mean at this point we just do it because we've always done it as far as like school sports and stuff yes i mean it feels that way right like we've always done it yeah but, we, but we've always Chandler. done a lot of things that aren't happening now we, I, I know so at some point does it break off i don't know I, it comes down to finance like because football funds most of these high school athletic departments too right like the gate the tickets i don't don't know if it's as much in the you know i don't think it's as much in the i mean there are certainly some high school football programs that do make money but i don't know that any of those really make a lot of money lsu basketball women's basketball won the national championship last year they lost eight million (laughs) dollars it makes no sense they lost eight million dollars and won the national championship yeah and 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 if if a private equity firm owns the athletic department you think they're going to continue with a program that loses eight million dollars that wouldn't make a lot of sense no i don't i don't think dollars or cents am i right chandler right thank you (laughs) all right one final question follow up to that the nil florida state's already been investigated and put on probation right florida is under investigation Tennessee. Uh, tennessee is under investigation georgia is under investigation is there anything that's going to happen to any of those schools although we already know that it can because florida state's on probation what is probation what is their probation the limited scholarships limited recruiting days um limited funds no it, nothing's they, gonna they happen. can't do no. anything with that you know the answer to well that. they already did that i mean florida state I know, but is that is probation. not even that's not even really a penalty They'll be fine. Well, you've never recruited for sure. I have not. No, <laughs> but well, if somebody else has a lot more days than you do and uh, has a lot more visits than you do, that is a, that's an actual penalty. I think they'll the, they'll find an illegal way around it to get on additional pro, super double secret probation. My, my question is: does Animal this, House does this start the the nil the change of nil? 
the investigations? Does this start to change what we want to see? Change? Yeah. Or maybe it starts the separation from the NCAA. <laughs> like, oh, we can't do this? Well, watch this. We'll have our own yeah. deal where we can do what we want. But Florida's being investigated for that the quarterback deal that uh, the kid went out west, and then uh, obviously uh, Nico, the the uh, rumors of the eight million dollar quarterback at Tennessee, uh, and then Carson Beck uh, said he wasn't. He apparently said <clears throat> somewhere along the line he wasn't coming back unless his deal was four million dollars, and that is absolutely that's not nil anymore. That's play for pay. Yeah. I just I, look. I don't know anything about these things you're saying because I just like the games and I put my head in the sand with all this other crap. Thank goodness the games are still fun. Yeah, that's about that's all I got really. I hate all this other stuff, but good questions, Coach. Hey, uh, well, at least, you, at least you said you cared about this question. <laughs> Come on, we joke around. <laughs> I know you well enough to do that, right? You got. He just got personal, Sean. <laughs> Tell this guy we're just busting balls here. Just you know, busting balls, Coach. Hey, we're just busting balls here. It's part of his heritage. We can't help but do it. <laughs> I feel like some of his Italians rubbing off on me now. I think some of his Italian relatives are just scenting his balls right now. <laughs> Coach Mack enjoyed it. Um, you're going to be on CBS, CBS call, uh, Sports. Sports. National TV. Channel 562, if you happen to be on Optimum slash Suddenlink. And uh, that'll be what day? <coughs> Saturday? Saturday at 4. All right. So check out Coach Mack. Yeah, we'll critique him next week. Cannot wait. Uh, Coach, Bring it on. It. I'll uh, also try to watch that NASCAR show on Netflix. We can talk yeah. about that, too. Because we are getting close. Wednesday toner. Oh, we just had the Rolex. Do you watch the uh, 24 Hours of Racing? Yeah, a little controversy. We got the uh, we got the Bush Clash this weekend. Oh. Two weeks, Daytona. There we go. All right. Something to be excited about. Take a break. Come back. Mully Man joins us. Speaking of getting excited about stuff, Chandler, how often do I get excited about something Washington football related? Not hardly at all. Did you see me start to get a little excited about this coaching search and I Ben did. Johnson? I did. And that's why, I don't know if you heard me today, when I was sitting there, I said, oh, man. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I knew it, it just broke, and I was like, this is going to hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> that somebody meaning Clip Rock. What happens every time I get excited about something? Something bad happens. Yep. Listen to everybody. Don't get excited about anything. <laughs> Back with you, Pirate Radio Live after this. I'm talking to you. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back have you heard greenville auto world is under new ownership and is now part of the drivehearenow.com network drivehearenow.com is run by local people who buy service detail and sell everything directly to you Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com 
Get car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Tyler says, when is PRL doing their lock-in and can Mully be a part of it? Remember we uh, floated around a Pirate Radio lock-in? I Just think I do. marathon day Vaguely. broadcasting. I don't know if we were to do it maybe around tournament time, but... Uh, I got to see if I'll be in town. I'm, I can't wait for the tournament. So much fun. Can't wait for that first Thursday. That's one thing that doesn't let me down every year. That first Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament. So fun. It is uh, It is the best. Uh, we will have the games for you here on Pirate Radio, just like we will have the Super Bowl coming your way here on Pirate Radio next Sunday. And we'll be off those two days. That is uh, another thing that I really enjoy about the NCAA tournament couple of days off to enjoy some college hoops also enjoy talking to mike mullis who joins us on the pirate radio live line here on a tuesday molly how you doing man good buddy how are you i'm good i'm a man without a coach uh because ben johnson is staying in detroit unfinished business he wants to uh run it back with the lines i thought he was a shoe in to be the commander's new head football coach but uh he will be staying in detroit and that's another example of me getting excited about something washington related and being let down well maybe you'll have to settle for uh Rabel. that would be a good settle right. that would be a good settle but i don't think that's going to happen i'm thinking it's going to be cool guy dan quinn uh, i'm seeing uh Slowick from the what texans texas oc yeah i think it's going to be a coordinator well, it could be. You know, we'll be having the same conversation that we'll be having with the Panthers probably uh, this time next year, not long after, if uh, if that ends up being the case. But you know, I don't know. I, it, it, it seems like uh, Washington wouldn't be a bad place to be, like relative to the landscape. But uh, there must be something that uh, that's running them off of that job. Now, I asked you before the show clip: Is Ben Johnson making the Matt Campbell mistake? Um. Matt Campbell, Iowa State. His name was the hottest of the hot in college football. He decided to stay, and now he's closer to getting fired probably than getting uh, uh, offered for a big-time head coaching job. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, no. Is it different with Matt yeah. Campbell being a head coach and Ben Johnson being yeah. a coordinator? And, and he's done enough these next two years that he should be able to – to get a job when he wants to in the next hiring process or beyond. But, I mean, part of me, being petty, wants the Lions to fail next year <laughs> and Ben Johnson and that offense to struggle. But I don't think that'll be the case. Uh, I think the the culture there is too good for them to completely fall off the map. But, yeah, Molly, I guess. And, and you're right. Like, it's crazy to say, but Washington is a, a good destination at this point just from draft capital, from – being able to pick your quarterback to a few weapons you got and, and things like that. So for him to stay for now two straight coaching cycles is uh, is pretty surprising. No, and look, at, I, I think the deal, the, the, the interesting thing going into next year already to me is the Lions. And just from the standpoint of, uh, I don't know if you heard Dan Campbell's post game, but he, you know, he said, look, I told the guys this was our shot. Like it, it's so hard to get to this point. Um, you know, for us to do this again next year, it's going to take twice the effort. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, and they're not sneaking up on anybody. And obviously, 
Uh, the conference is going to be a little better than they thought it was going to be or than it was going into this year. So I don't know, man. That's going to be an interesting one to see how it shakes. And, again, that kind of lends itself to why, you know, it, it maybe in my opinion, maybe the Lions stock is about as hot as, it, as it's going to get or as high as it's going to get. Uh, it might have seemed to be a good time to, to to use that leverage as it relates to being a coach in the open market. But I guess, you know, and, and I would say, I would imagine if you go in Dan Campbell's office and talk to him about uh, the possibility of leaving to go elsewhere, he's probably <laughs> putting a sales pitch on you that's going to make you want to stay right where you're at. That's a good point. Uh, he uh, could start, I mean, he'll, he'll put on the waterworks, he'll do whatever. He'll throw out a speech, he'll... Uh, He'll get you wanting to stay, that is for sure. Uh, there was a previous coaching cycle <clears throat> after Mike Shanahan in Washington where we uh, teams went after the Bengals coordinators, and I wanted Mike Zimmer. He ended up going to Minnesota. We instead took the offensive coordinator from the Bengals and Jay Gruden. Uh, went to one playoff game, and, and that's about it. Lost to Mully's Packers. Um but I feel like this could be the same scenario where I wanted Ben Johnson from the Lions and we end up with Aaron Glenn because Aaron Glenn is being interviewed by uh, Washington. So I'd rather have the Lions offensive coordinator than their defensive coordinator. I think anybody would, would make that statement. Uh, you know but, what, too, is interesting to me, Clip, sorry not to cut you off, but the the name that seems to not be mentioned, and maybe I'm just super aware of it because of the ties to you know my alma mater is Steve Wilkes. I mean, I wouldn't – why wouldn't somebody come? And I guess they can't talk to him actively, uh, you know, with them still in the playoffs, uh, but or head to the Super Bowl. But I mean, hasn't he done enough as an interim head coach and in his career? You know, why why wouldn't he be a good fit in that uh, you know that DC job? But I mean, that's a name that that I've not heard mentioned with any jobs at all. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, and I have not heard that name either. And and even though the Ravens and Lions were in the playoffs, we would hear about McDaniel uh, from – or McDonald, I should say, from Baltimore, uh, Johnson and Glenn from Detroit. So, yeah, I don't think his name is even out there at all, Mully. And, uh, and Chandler just brought it up yesterday as a rooting interest for the 49ers because of Steve Wilkes and – hoping uh, that they do win the super bowl but yeah uh I, I don't i don't have any anything here with his name being attached to any head coaching jobs yeah it's an interesting deal and you're right yeah, i guess you're right they i don't know if the rule is they can't talk to them but they could request to speak with them while they're playing i mean i don't i don't know exactly how that works but uh that's just a kind of an interesting deal for a guy who uh kind of an nfl lifer and seems to have proven himself and um, maybe not getting the respect that, that, that he deserves, or maybe he's completely content to be where he's at. I don't know, but that's one that uh, that you would think somebody like Washington would be interested in speaking with. And, and obviously his familiarity with the conferences, I mean, there would be a lot of things that he would be, um, you know, kind of uh, a, a seem, seemingly a step or two ahead uh, bringing him in, you know, as a, as a head guy. Jack says Glenn or Panthers coach. I guess he's saying which would you rather have? Um, the Panthers coach, Dave Canales. Uh, the the trend of the the hot young offensive up mind up and comer has worked in the NFL. I would rather have that than uh, than Aaron Glenn, a defensive coordinator. So that would be my answer to that. Uh, Mully, we talked about the Lions. How about their meltdown on uh, Sunday? Yeah, I mean it was. It was really hard to watch it. I mean, I think that uh, 
most of the country probably felt the same way, just that, you know, they, they seem to have taken that moniker as, as at least temporarily, you know, the Cinderella team and kind of America's team and everybody digging that story. And, and it seemed like that game was, you know, all but in, all but in the books. And then they, you know, fi- find a way to lose it. I, I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was one that would definitely go down in the books as, uh, you know, as a, as a fairly epic meltdown. Are you going for it on both of those fourth downs? Or are you going to kick it on, on one of those fourth downs? What's your, well, if you're on the sidelines for the Lions, Mully, what's your situation there? You know, Chan, that's one of those things. That, again, you know, the coaching staff knows the personnel. They know kind of the mindset. And I think they kind of felt like it was kind of the, the Steve Logan mentality. If you're the Detroit Lions, you go for it. And I, I think it's, you know, all that kind of, kind of figures in to to that decision but I mean obviously that's arguable I mean that's arguable any of a couple ways but I, I you know I guess I guess you know I guess I like to think I have the nerve to go for it but I but probably the protective side of me would be like hey let's uh you know let's kind of try to, to to take the safer route so I mean that's a non-answer because I don't have one I, I that it certainly is it certainly is a point or two points where you look back and go that's those decisions seem to uh you know seem to have a lot of to do with the outcome well here's one you can answer molly uh, when your coaching days and things like that do you change your your methods in a playoff game do you got there doing it one way when you get to and like postseason baseball is different than regular season baseball and and do you change up what you do in the postseason if you think it could help your team or do you you stick with it and say this is how we got here this is our our brand you know uh, how about that well, I, you know, there's a there's a certain finality that comes with playoff or postseason athletics, and the last thing you want to do is go to the locker room with a bullet that you felt like, you know, you, man, we should have shot that bullet. But I look look at it with the 49ers. I mean, Brock Purdy all of a sudden is 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 you know a, a scrambling machine, and uh, you know, so I, I think it's survival, right? I think it's it's literally. Again, you shoot every bullet you got in an effort to try to win that game and to win, actually to win that situation that's right in front of you because every, you know, it's so precious. I mean, it's so, it's a fine line anytime when good teams compete against each other, but you get it into the playoff atmosphere and it is, it's, it's the choice of not necessarily the decision. It's the, it's the matter of the execution. All those plays are really good plays if they work out. Kenny on Facebook says, why not hire the offensive coordinator you have there in Washington already? Well, Kenny, they're bottom 10 in points per game, yards per game, rushing yards per game. Uh, Got off to a good start. Sam Howe did, certainly, to the season. But I don't know. I want a whole reset in Washington. I don't – not all of it was Biennemi's fault by any means, but – by Biennemi means. But (laughs) – (laughs) but uh, out with the old in with the new that's my answer to that as long as i would say as long as i've known you you've been wanting a full reset for the (laughs) hey we're getting closer molly we've got two new names we got a new owner we're they're starting to 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 grant my wishes well, and there's already talk about the changing of the name that was just recently changed. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe you get that. But you know, it, it, and it's a different situation. And I guess that's why I feel like that job is a little more attractive than, uh, than, than quite frankly, the Carolina job. And and you you mentioned a a bunch of really valid reasons. That the biggest ones to be being uh, draft capital, and then also 
ownership. I mean, you know, it makes sense that, that Carolina couldn't attract the type of coach that they would have liked to have had because of the ownership. And if Dan Snyder were still in uh, Washington, you would go, well, that's the reason we you know, can't get the guy we want. But he's not there. And they got – I mean, you would think their brighter days are, are ahead of them, but, I, you know, I don't know. It's a weird one. Mully uh, on the AFC side, Kansas City there again uh, with Patrick Mahomes uh, now 2-0. and in playoff games on the road in his career he had a a hill he had to never climb before and uh, he climbed it rather easily i would say with the win over baltimore in the previous week against buffalo so kansas city is back san fran actually a slight favorite molly but uh any early thoughts on the super bowl i mean i don't see anybody that can play with kansas city right now and i don't i, I am certainly not uh a bandwagon chief fan if anything just the opposite i i i, I really used to like them and now I'm just like I got chief lag. I mean, it's just enough's enough. But um, I uh, man, I, they're 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 playing really good. This certainly is not the Chiefs team we saw like what around like week ten to yeah. thirteen or fourteen, where they're you know seven eight drops a game and hitting guys in the hands and just not coming up with it. And and Travis Kelsey was almost he's never a non factor, but he was far less of a factor. That it's like all of a sudden. And maybe it is the genius of Andy Reid who said, hey, we're going to hold some stuff back uh, and then we'll will it back out. And, you know, maybe they'll think we go away from going to Travis Kelsey every time we need a first down. Uh, and, and it was at will. I mean, it was at will. It was, I mean, it was It was like they were playing against air. I mean, it, you know, just that good. So I don't uh, – I just don't know if anybody can beat them. Glenn brought up a good point yesterday talking about, you know, MVPs and uh, for the Chiefs. And he said it was Chris Jones and Steve Spagnolo and this uh, defense. And during the year, they allow 17 points per game. So even with their struggles and Molly, we see especially quarterbacks, uh, Peyton Manning and uh, all the greats just hit that wall. And it's kind of tough to watch. Uh, almost felt like we were kind of getting there with Kelsey. Uh, but you're right. He is. Uh, reinvigorated himself here in the playoffs but that defense played throughout the year they never really hit a lull there and uh that has showed up for him here in the playoffs yeah it's hard to see that defense when you have such high expectations of the offense yeah and 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 no but you're right the defense and i you know as we're watching the game i'm like man you know for the first time in watching them i'm like man this this kansas kansas City defense is legit like they're better than just good so i you know Again, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who beats them right now. They they don't have to beat but one team. But man, they are uh, they're playing well at the right time for sure. Yeah, if you're scoring at home, uh, Washington gave up uh, two more touchdowns per game than the Chiefs did. That's uh, it's not good, Bob. Uh, shows you where the Chiefs are and where the teams that aren't uh, in the playoffs are. All right, uh, Mully, we'll move on before we let you go. I uh, got Mike Harrington coming up next. He spoke at the ECU Baseball Banquet on Saturday. Uh, I know you went. Another great event. Uh, anything stand out to you from the speeches uh, or anything there? No, I think just reinforcement of kind of what we talked about after media day, and that is the uh, the tightness of this unit. It seems to be very, very special, and that's – uh that's when special teams happen. I'm sorry. When special things happen is when you have special teams, and it it certainly seems like they're uh, you know they, they're in this together. So I, I, look, I'm I'm excited, man. A couple weeks away, and get this thing going, and you know it'll be. Um, I mean, I think it should be a really good year. 
Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. We'll talk to Parker Bird. Uh, so he got him a hit over the weekend. Uh, Parker Bird will be joining us coming up on Wednesday. Talked to Dixon Williams yesterday. Uh, Mully, once again, just a very uh, focused group. Every time you talk to these guys, they they kind of they are mature beyond their years. And you got to give credit to Cliff and the staff for working with these guys and making them into that. I think. Oh yeah, though the culture is tangible. Yeah, that's you know that's what you want as a coach is. Not to just talk about it, but for guys to live it on and off the field and, you know, to, to breathe it and be part of it. And, and it just continues to build on itself. And, you know, it, this is the type of club that can go out and do special things. But more importantly, you know, it takes time to entrench that culture. It seems like after, you know, 10 years, we've seen it at times, obviously lots of success. But again, I think this team is so driven by what they're about. Uh, that you know they're, they're going to let the wins and losses kind of kind of take care of themselves and go about their business and you know maintain their focus and approach. So I I think it should be a lot of fun. The banquet again was great. The guys uh, everybody spoke well. You will have to ask Mike. He made one question that or made one statement that I think valid validates a question from you. Uh, he was trying to use an ism and he made mention of somebody selling uh, ketchup to Eskimos. So I think he kind of combined ice to Eskimos and ketchup to a man wearing white gloves uh, is old cliches, but I uh, huh. that may be one word bring it up. Yeah, well, maybe he was saying, you know, who wants ketchup when you're eating fish or something like that. I don't know. I, well, and I, I, I literally, for a second, I was like, Eskimos <laughs> really don't like ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I didn't know about him. Uh, good stuff. Hey, real quick, uh, Chandler, did you see the cover boy for MLB The Show? I have not. All right, good. I'm going to let you and Mully just fire off 10 names and see if you can get it. Uh, Junior. Damn it, Mully. Why do you got to ruin everything? Well, I mean, there was no need to go 10 names when I knew the answer. Thanks for joining us. Always good, my friend. <laughs> Mike Mullis. The man. Ah. I actually kind of saw it on your... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to cover it real quick. Would you have said Vlad Jr.? I was going to say, like, Mike Trout. I was going to name him in my 10. Why? Because you saw it? But I didn't. I thought I saw it. And you I'm would have named sure. Vlad Jr. as one of the 10, you think? Vlad Jr.? Absolutely. Vlad Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Fine. We'll save the games for hour three, I guess. I like doing little guessing games. Guess the line. Guess the thing. Molly ruined it. Bye, Molly. We'll take a break. Come back. When we return, Mike Harrington will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. We'll talk banquet. We will talk Club 23, the 23 Club, the new NIL, Team Boneyard, specifically for baseball. Mike P. said, ask Molly if Tay-Tay should make a special appearance during Ursher's halftime show. Sorry, I didn't get that question in. You think, uh, I don't think she will. I think she'll stay in the box. No, she'll be too focused on the game. No. All right, more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Clip Brock and Sean. Don Sean. Don Sean. Chan Corleone. You're taking this a little too far, Chandler. Surely, I just walked back in. I did a nice promo video. You know, I do one more around here. Chandler. That's Good. what I do. As, as we expect here at Pirate Radio. Just did a promo vid with the uh, interns for Name That Sound. And I come back in here. I get ready to uh, get back on the air with this segment. And Chandler has his foot. He's, he's leaned back in his chair, has his foot in my chair. His dirty, stinky shoe in my chair. He's laid back looking at his phone. What, you got a problem with? And I said, what are you doing? I said, what are you doing? And you said, I'm living life. Yeah. And living life the way I wanted to. I don't have a huge issue with it, but I don't mind sitting my my bumpkiss. Your keista? My keista on this seat. But again, you're doing things around me. We're very familiar that I hope you don't do around other folks. One, pointing out my uh, facial blemishes. And two, putting your feet in my seat. I feel like you're just displaying some bad traits here lately. I don't do that in public. I don't do that to people that I don't know. I don't do that to people that I don't love. <laughs> so these, this is like kind of roast the ones you love type of thing. Exactly. Incredible respect. I have incredible respect for you. All right. I don't know, man. Because it seemed, it was very disrespectful. Hey, if you got a problem with it, tell me. I feel like I am, and I have. Next time I walk out, will your foot be in my chair again? It might be. It might not be. I'm telling you, man. This new Italian hothead thing you got going on could get you into some trouble. Is all We're I'm not saying. no punks. How about you let me live my life and you stay out of my lane? Capiche? I can't, I can't wait till you uh, get into this little thing and talking to Shirley like that. And Have see you ever what seen happens. the videos like one week after watching such and such? <laughs> and then, like that's how I'm going to be. Like in like two or three weeks, I want to be in like a suit, like a in some sort of Italian hat. Have a cat in here. No, I didn't get punched in the nose. That's uh, about what's going to happen to you, buddy. <laughs> I'd like to see you try, pal. <laughs> and you need to work on your fake italian accent you're not that guy pal trust me you're not that guy all right italian chan he's a different breed man tough to tough to get along with this guy you've changed man and not for the better just ask fat tony what happened to him when he tested me now who's fat tony you don't want to (laughs) know well how am i supposed (laughs) to ask him (laughs) 
Ask Fat Tony, but I don't want to know who he is. Oh, you don't want to know. But do I want to ask him? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, ECU baseball. Uh, more, I can't wait for Bryce Williams to meet Italian John. We <laughs> 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 got that coming up at hour three. That's that's going to be an interesting because uh, he's been going at you a little bit. I'm ready to see you fire right back at him. Could make for some fireworks in he hour has. three. He's gotten on me for the water situation here. Well, uh, is there any water in the fridge? Oh. Yeah, so I uh, can't wait to see you fire back at him. Uh, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, a former Pirate. He spoke Saturday at the ECU Baseball Banquet, and he joins us now on Pirate Radio Live. He is Mike Harrington, who joins us on the program. Mike, appreciate your time. How you doing, man? I'm good, Clip. Good to talk to you. Yes, sir. And, uh, Mike, a lot of folks heard you talk over the weekend at the ECU Baseball Banquet. What a great annual event uh, each and every year. And you get to hear from uh, former players, current players. And uh, you spoke at this year's banquet. Uh, how did all that that come to be, Mike? And uh, how was your experience on Saturday? Oh, man, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Um, you know, it was um, – one of those things, I really wasn't expecting it, but uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff kind of randomly gave me a call one day. We, you know, we've been talking a little bit about um, you know, some of their initiatives over there with the uh, expansion of the of the baseball facility, some of these things, and you know, we were fortunate enough to, to help out with that, my wife and I. So we started talking. He's like, "Hey, you know, got an idea. Um, would really love for you to come speak as an alumni at this year's banquet." And I'm like, Cliff. Are you sure you got the right person um, <laughs> on the line here? But, you know, we, we, we talked about it, and, and Cliff, you know, of course wins and losses are, are at the top of the list. But, you know, one thing that Cliff has done with the program and is very, very focused on is really building building character, building young men, uh, building folks for after baseball. So that was sort of my charge to come in as um, – you know, we've been very fortunate in the business world uh, since our baseball days and come in and talk about my story um, at the program, what it did for me and kind of what what it helped me do uh, after baseball as an adult. So that's that's where it all came came to pass. Yeah, and uh, boy, Mike and Holly Harrington, the Harrington family, a huge donation to the Pirates Unite campaign, uh, helping out uh, with this program. And uh, you always hear, you know, leave it better than you found it. And you try to do that as a player, Mike. And then all these years later, still, uh, you know, pumping love and, and money and support into this program, which uh, year in, year out is a winner. And, and something I know you're very proud of, uh, a former teammate of yours kind of carrying the torch right now and leading the Pirates into to to greatness and uh what he's doing on the field and eventually mike uh the 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 you know the omaha the carrot the real carrot at the end of the stick that's right i mean we of course that's been the goal the stated goal for as long as i can remember and um you know as you know clip i mean we grew up together growing up in greenville playing baseball i mean you know baseball has just i mean it's it's been a focus in greenville for forever i mean it's it's a it's a different place and i've you know, since moved away, I've, I've been to other areas and thinking that Greenville is sort of how it is everywhere else, but it's it's not. It's not even close. Um, so the support for the community from from Little League on up, I mean, it's just incredible. And, um, you know, we really want to continue that legacy. It did a tremendous amount for me growing up, made me who I am today. And, you know, the least I can do is, is – 
help out for the next generations to come. Mike Harrington uh, joining us, and yeah, I have known Mike a long time and uh, a little bit older than me, but Mike, uh, I looked up to you and Kenny Biggs and guys like that who uh, were playing ball and, and, and really good at the time, and Mike, did you, I mean, did you, was that your dream to play ball at East Carolina when you were uh, coming through, you know, Winterville Little League, Greenville Little League, uh, and, and playing baseball? You know, I don't, I don't know if I had that, that line of sight back then, yeah. you know, I was, uh, you know, I played everything, I tried you know i played football i played basketball i played baseball and that's sort of what you did growing up um then and you know when it started getting a little bit more serious when i got in high school and started getting some looks you know that's when really ecu kind of um really really kind of came into my my side i was just of course you knew they had a great program i went to the games had a love for ecu for a long time never really thought it was going to be attainable i mean you know that's a that's a really good program. It was then and is even better now. And when they knocked on the door, Coach LeClaire called me in his office and said, hey, I want you to play for the Pirates. I mean, I was, what do you say, you know, as a Greenville kid growing up? Uh, yes, immediately. <laughs> so um, so I was, you know, really lucky there. Um, you know, again, I kind of mentioned this at the banquet. I mean, you're not going to find my name in the record books at ECU like some of these guys like Chad Tracy and uh, and like, but um, – you know, I was I always say, you know, I was good enough to be on the team and good enough to, to contribute when they needed me. And uh, you know, I think I think after baseball I can look back on it now and say, geez, you know, I'm so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad I didn't quit. I mean, it just it made the biggest difference uh, in my life and I hope that continues for other people as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Talking to former Pirate Mike Harrington, who joins us here on the Pirate Radio Live Line. And uh, Mike, coming up in March, we will once again have another great field in the Keith LeClaire Classic, honoring the man. We honor that number 23. And you uh, you got some tutelage from the legendary Keith LeClaire. What, what kind of stands out about the, the man and the coach uh, that was here at East Carolina? Yeah, Coach, I mean, coach LeClaire was you know phenomenal. I mean, he came in with a mindset that was um, – really a lot bigger than what had been in the past for, for what ECU could be and what uh, the Greenville community could be. And, um, you know, I always like to kind of half, half joke, but I'm like, you know, there was nobody in the nation that could throw a clipboard farther <laughs> than Coach Blair. And <laughs> I don't know about Cliff. He may, he may be up there with him, but, um, you know, just the intensity and the passion that he brought every day. I mean, my, my first – my first week at ECU, you know, you think you work hard in high school, you think you train, you think you do all that sort of stuff and you're prepared. You're not even close to being prepared. And you, know, you come in there and you think you're going to start, you know, taking a little BP and a little home run derby or take some ground balls. It's immediately weight room and running. <laughs> and that's where you start separating the kind of the men from the boys a little bit. And you kind of, you know, right out of the gate that this is, uh, okay, this is not the same, and we better put our head down and get to work. And that's, you know, that that's really, I think, his legacy, his biggest legacy is bringing that, that intense work ethic, commitment, dedication. And from, you know, from Cliff and those guys that play, and I played with Cliff for a year or two, you know, and every successive year, you know, you learn from those older guys, and you, you, you see them work, and you see what it takes. And I think it just compounds on itself, which it has, you know, over the years. 
So, Mike, NIL, a big part of college athletics today. And uh, I know there's going to be a big push for ECU baseball players to to uh, take a piece of some of that and and maybe get get something that they've earned on the field, in the classroom, in the clubhouse. And uh, tell us about this new initiative with the uh, the NIL for baseball. Yeah, we've um, – so a group of, of former players, we were <laughs> – this is sort of a brainchild of a bunch of us over a, a campfire one night at a lake house. Uh, had a little reunion with a bunch of us, and, you know, that's where – that's where all the good ideas happen with a beer in hand, right? And um, so we, we started talking about this NIL thing with NCAA. And, you know, some of us knew more about it than others. And we were trying to figure out, you know, how it actually works. So the, the end of it became, well, why don't we see if we can do something for ECU baseball? We knew Team Boneyard was out there. I think there's a couple others and you know, a lot of their focus seems to be on the, the big sports, which is, you know, rightly so. Um, we said, well, how do we have a dedicated opportunity for our baseball program? And, and the 23 club was sort of born. So, um, you know, we actually ended up partnering with Team Boneyard. Uh, those guys have been great. We, you know, we didn't really want to recreate the wheel here. You know, they already had the infrastructure in place and a lot of the, the connections. And, you know, from our side, of course, we have, you know, we didn't think there's going to be anybody better than some guys that have their blood, sweat, and tears in this program as, as former players to drive this thing. And um, and that's what we did. So we started the 23 Club. Um, we, are, we are solely focused on existing players in the program, rewarding those guys who have shown their dedication and the hard work at ECU. Um, providing them with some NIL opportunities uh, down the road. And, yeah, we're, we're really excited about it. We think this could be a, a really, really substantial part of the program moving forward. So people can go to teamboneyard.org, Mike, and, and see the info there. Is there another uh, website they need to go for the 23 Club? Yeah, you can go there or you can go to 23club.org. All right. Um, we currently have a – uh, a temporary site up with a temporary host, but but the online donation stuff is set up. It's all right there. You can, can learn more about us, um, learn more about how to give, um, and we have a we have a really good advisory committee set up that's driving this thing. A former player, so it's made up of myself, uh, Jason Howard, Jeremy Schumacher, Chad Tracy, uh, Matt Bridges, and Cam Colmore. So those guys are also out there if you want to tap them and ask them any questions. Mike Harrington joining us today on Pirate Radio Live as he talks about the 23 Club, talks about uh, his time here at ECU and speaking the other night and uh, awesome to have guys giving back to the program and Sean, I guess the Team Boneyard um, already had stuff in there but this is uh, ECU Baseball's own deal. Yeah, it's like separate from it and yeah, uh, yeah, it's a great, uh, I like like the name of course with the uh, the 23 and how special that number is to ECU Baseball and and it's going to raise money to, you know, keep guys here which I don't think has been a problem in the past few years and and it's going to help you know, bring in the the tools that we need to be successful and really to stay successful because East Carolina has been successful, but they want to get over, get over that hump and get to Omaha, and I believe this collective will be a good part of that. It sounds like it's going to be a reward for guys that have uh, 
given their blood sweat and tears to ecu baseball and uh and help that retention and uh like you said hopefully help bring some more studs to the uh to the stable and when it comes to ecu baseball alum whether they're in the pros have been in the pros or are gone and done other career things uh, i think there's a lot of successful ecu baseball alums that can contribute to this and and help out all right when we return we got our fleet feet rundown and then at five o'clock it is our intern trivia battle. Name that sound. It's our intern Olympics here in uh, 2024. Today, Shirley cooked up a game of Name That Sound. Ran it by me earlier. I realized how bad I am at the game. Stuff I should have gotten immediately. Some things I had no chance of getting that I think our interns will have a, a better opportunity to get. Uh, going to be interesting. We'll play that with Alex Delaney and Zach coming up in uh, hour three. As soon as you said um, some of those you didn't get, and then all of a sudden I heard, "Well, if Clip didn't get it, we're screwed." I'm uh, no, I'm an old man. This is a young man's game and woman's game. I think Shirley did a pretty good job of making it somewhat timely. Yeah, I tried to make everything kind of current, so it would be easier. You know, I mean, let's just put it this way, and I'll make it easy for you. There's nothing from my childhood in here. How about that? That good? All right. So nothing from the 1940s, huh? <laughs> Got I'm right. telling Got you, this right. guy. You Got might right. wind this up guy. with some cement in your shoes, you little <laughs> paisan. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, Fleet Feet Rundown. Bryce Williams joins us hour three as well. More to go after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Excuse me. You can relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or a cold beer also while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a pa- uh, excuse me, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, let's get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. You can go see ECU alum Chris Lunyon at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location and get the right shoe for you. They got something for walkers, runners, everybody in between over at Fleet Feet. You can uh, have your feet be happy with you, just like Shirley's are with those uh, New Balances that she got from Absolutely. Uh, that great one-on-one service. Uh, Chandler, the Panthers are getting even younger in the coaching department. They hired a 32-year-old kid. And better looking. This guy's better looking than the head coach? Idzik? 
Should well, I ch- I'm not saying he's better looking than the head coach, but the staff is getting better looking. Oh, okay. Brad Idzik. The wide receivers coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, we're getting another situation like we had last year where Canales names the offensive coordinator but says, I'm going to call the plays. Yeah. Uh, it feels like deja vu all over again. Although, you know what? I kind of like Canales taking like all this, this on. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of a different situation from Frank Wright because he brings in a guy. You know, Frank Wright's a little older. He brings in a guy in Thomas Brown who you kind of assume would – he would give the the uh, the reins to, especially Thomas Brown being an up and coming guy. But that's exactly what Dave Canales is. He's the upcoming guy. He's the head guy. Uh, we've seen it work out in different situations. Obviously with uh, Andy Reid and uh, and Eric Bieniemy, uh, Sean McVay, and uh, and his offensive coordinator, and some other situations too. So um, I like that there's youth on this staff so far with the head coach and the offensive coordinator, and I think they kind of share the same uh, the same philosophies when it comes to the offense and how it should be ran um so very excited uh about this new opportunity in 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 carolina are you are you just talking saying words no i'm i actually am i'm getting i'm getting excited okay i like that i like an excited chandler yeah i am i'm anxious to see who washington names as head coach so i can tell you if i'm excited or not odds are i will not be what will get you excited mike rabel (laughs) and if not mike rabel who I guess, but I'm not even. I, I really wanted Ben Johnson. I know. And I really thought it was going to happen. So I really wanted Mike Vrabel, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, AAC hoops, no games tonight, but uh, there will be some games on Wednesday night, including East Carolina hosting Red Hot South Florida. You look at the basketball standings right now Charlotte and FAU on top at 7 and 1. South Florida, half game back. They're trying to get to 7 and 1 tomorrow night. Uh, they are 6 and 1 in league play 13 and 5 and you had a situation i guess as early as last week certainly two weeks ago where i thought we could get three teams in the ncaa tournament from the american uh right now we are looking at one and that being fau because memphis has faltered smu had a terrible loss to wichita so you can cancel them out east is only a half game behind smu right now in the standings uh don't mean to go jonathan ellerby on you but how much would a win tomorrow night mean for this basketball team going forward? Five and four in the conference? That would mean something. Because I feel like down the stretch there's winnable games, which there's winnable games really all over. I mean, you can win just about any game in the conference right now. As we, we've seen it, uh, you know, with, with Memphis losing and SMU losing. So I'm just not willing to make overarching statements about this basketball team. I just think night Even in. Even if East Carolina gets a dominant, or not a dominant, but a, a statement win tomorrow night. Yeah. I, I expect them to win tomorrow night at this point. They could win any game. They could lose any game. Uh, that's just what they are. They're not great. They're not terrible. What if East Carolina goes out and beats USF by 15 points tomorrow night? It doesn't change anything for me because they could go lose to Charlotte this weekend by 25. I just want to win by one. I don't care how much they win by. And if they win by 42 tomorrow night, it would still would not change my opinion. <laughs> would it change yours? If we won by 42 points? Yeah. Yes, it would. Well, you, I'm, you're going to be let down. That's all I can say. You're asking me if we beat USF by, third? By 42. By 42? Yeah. I'd be very excited for the rest of the year. Okay. 
I would feel the same as I do right now. Okay. I, I, I would. I, that is not a joke or a bit or anything. And that's the final score. <laughs> Pirates win 82-43. Clip's like, sweet. No, that is not true. I'd be I'll, excited. I'll, I'll see y'all this weekend. Bye. I'd be excited about the Let's win. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Pirates win. Let's go, Clipper. Yeah, man. Good win. That was an awesome win. Uh, we got to take a break. National Day update for today. It is National Plan for Vacation Day. Planning a vacay? Now's the day to do it. I've don't, already planned mine. Don't, well, there you go. You're ahead of the game. Don't wait till it's too late. It is also National Croissant Day. Oh, a croissant. I don't know if I've ever had like a real croissant. Croissant? Like I've had the... Uh, like you're sitting in Paris and having yeah. a real croissant? I've definitely never done that. Yeah, me neither. Where's it, where can I get a real croissant? Let me know. I'd love to check one out. All right. When we return, a special intern edition of Name That Sound. Shirley's got the sounds ready. The interns have the ears ready. And we will have it live when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity uh, the Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PR Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Bryce Williams will join us later on this hour. Uh, but something special here to start hour three. Our intern Olympics continue. Last week, Zach uh, was the winner of trivia. Today, we are playing a, a fun game that Shirley introduced to us in 2023, entitled "Name That Sound." We're going all intern edition. Uh, Shirley, I guess hit the intro. Come on in Sit right down Take a guess And name that sound Turn that frown Upside down Because it's time For name that sound 
now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss Shirley Rose. And welcome in to another edition of Name That Sound. It's a special one today as our contestants are all our interns. Interns Delaney, Alex, and Zach are going to be competing to see who has the quickest memory on sounds that they hear this could be anything from a natural sound to television to uh music or movies so it can run the gamut lady and gentlemen are you guys ready to play name that sound yes yes all right clip uh shirley chandler and myself will do the best we can as far as our ears hearing who says the correct answer yes and chandler's keeping score there are three rounds. Each round has five sounds apiece. And then you have a bonus sound in the event that there is a tie or a chance for someone to come back and win. Bonus sounds worth like, I don't know, 50, 11 points. Okay, so here we go. Round one. Holler it out. Here we go. Here's your first sound. Old Spice. All right, who was that? Zach? That Zach was got Zach. it? All right, Zach is on the board. Okay, on the board. Out. This is nerve wracking. <laughs> All right, oh, here Lord. we go. Here's your next sound. What are you doing? So, what are you looking for here, Charlie? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I do give, occasionally, I will give a clue. This is a movie. That's what I thought. What are you doing? Uh-oh. Oh, I knew, Five, I knew I would hate the movies. Four, three. Can you? Two, one. Time out. Oh, with a second left. Can you? Um, oh. Can you say who's saying what are you doing, or is there any clue, I or are you just going to move on? Uh, well, I can tell you who the actor is that, that says, says what are you doing, Ronnie Chang. I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, rush hour. That would be. This would be the dance scene from the movie Megan. Oh. I did see that. Never. Movie. I've never even heard That's of that robot movie. doll. Yeah. Isn't yes, it? it's the robot doll. I, never I get that. scared way too easily. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Never. So nobody got that one. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Where are you from? Texas. What about Tess? Detroit to Michigan. I go to school. I know where Detroit is. Well, that was the me music the in, the back, in the background. In the background. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, well, that's because I, it was, no, it wasn't part of the oh. scene, but it was part of the audio that I had to get. Oh. So, uh, this is, I guess you could say a te- television, no, show. television show. Yeah. yeah television show. Mm-hmm. Play it again. Yeah. Where are you from? Texas. What about Tess? Detroit to Michigan. I go to school. I know where Detroit is. It's a show. Um, uh do you want to say let's say it is based on a video game oh uh. that's that's your only clue the last of us you uh, are correct yeah. sir Ooh. as soon as you said it ah. you are correct well done so well done okay. so okay. alex and zach are on the board delaney, delaney have you yeah. heard of that show? come on delaney no of course not <laughs> all right here's very your ne- popular show yeah here's your next sound oh oh snapchat you are correct. Oh, yeah. I don't God, Delaney, that. well done. I don't have an iPhone. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Now, one to one all right. To one. Okay, everybody's got a point. Here we go. Here's hmm. the last sound for round one. Hulu? Uh, you are correct. Oh, I was Delaney. Say, I was say HBO. <laughs> uh, 
Just had yeah. to warm up. I just had to warm up. <laughs> okay. okay. Well done. Well done. From zero to the lead, just yes. like that. Jumped out to the lead. So, <clears throat> in case you're uh, wondering, Delaney has two. Zach and Alex both have one point. Let's okay. move on to round two. Here we go. Saturday Night Live. Aww. Well done. Well done. Young Alex. All right. You got it there? I'm fumbling. Okay. okay here we go. Here's your next sound. You set the feminist movement back 50 years. You destroy girls' innate sense of worth. Wow. And you are killing the planet with your glorification of rampant consumerism. Legally Blonde. You are incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. It's an old one. But it is a movie. It is yeah. a movie. Shall I play it again? Yeah. You set the feminist movement back 50 years. You destroy girls' innate sense of worth. And you are killing the planet with your glorification of rampant consumerism. Oh. I don't... Uh. Five, four... Three, two, one. Mm. What's the one movie that's all about girls? Is it Barbie? Mean girls? It was oh, Barbie. That's what I said. Watch you that. gotta, you gotta you say gotta it. You I love that movie. You just movie. gotta blurt it out. I think Wiggly Blonde's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, even if you <laughs> don't know what you, it Zach? is, blurt it out okay. because uh, you can be completely randomly. I Barbie was like singing in my head. I, yeah. I knew that. <clears throat> all right, here we go. I Next sound. We were Molly Cyrus. Whoa. Okay. Yep. Big pull by Alex there. Big pull by I Alex. I the song name. I, uh, <laughs> right after Joey said A-Harp is slacking in the chat. That Zach was for you. All right. Zach is slacking. That's what's happening. All right. Delaney and Alex. Oh, I'm sorry. Alex in the lead with three. Delaney with two. Zach bringing up the rear with <laughs> one okay. point. Okay. All right. Here we go. Next sound. I know things will get better. Blue Combs. You are correct. Actually, it's Tracy Chapman, the original. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in this particular soundbite, I, I, I was looking for Luke Combs. The better version. First time I ever heard. First time I ever heard Luke Combs sing. I was like, "That's Tracy Chapman's song." Right, Alex showing those quick that's instincts of a long yes. snapper right now. Well done. Uh, you're making Chandler proud over that. here. Oh. Zach has one, and he was the first one to get an answer. Right. I know. I thought he was going to dominate. Uh, <laughs> All right, I here had we Tracy go. Tracy Chapman, there. Here's the last sound for round two. Here we go. Stranger Things. God, Delaney got it. I had to throw that in there because I can't wait for season five. (laughs) I have to watch more TV. And even though I'm gonna ball like a baby when the whole thing is over. All right, now we're on to round three. You have six sounds left. We may have a new champion. Zach won yeah. last week. Uh, yeah. But Alex and Delaney we should go in the lead right now. Yeah, yeah. We should go back to trivia. <laughs> All right, no. here we go. No. Next week will be a physical challenge. <laughs> Ooh. Right, I'm just double dare right. it. Double dare it. <laughs> Do a physical challenge with double dare. Let's okay, run. here we go. Round three. Pitbull? No. Oh. This is a theme song. To a TV show. I don't know, but it's fun to is dance it, is to. It like a, it's a reality TV show, I think. Maybe? One more time. Love Island. Incorrect. Jersey Shore. Five. Oh, no, I should guess. Four. Uh, three, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Two. <laughs> nah. One. Eh. That would be the theme song to The Bachelorette. I didn't remember. Oh, oh, come I didn't on. I right. said that last week that I watched that, too. <laughs> My friends are going to kill me. No. My friends are going to kill me. I'm not a real right fan. Route. I was in the right area. 
Well, yeah, you were. It was either the Bachelor or Bachelorette. I can't remember which one it was. That's the wrong I wrote it down. Uh, Y'all somewhere. Had some good okay. answers, though. Okay. Love Island and yeah. Real Housewives. I mean, you were you were on it. It was a reality TV <laughs> yeah. show. You just missed Ugh. the one you needed. All right, here we go. Next sale. Bazinga. Uh, B Bang Three, Sheldon Cooper. Ah. That Zach. would be correct, Zach. Still in it. Not, Still I'm in it. Binge watching that right now. Four to three <laughs> Such to a two. Good show. Oh, Alex good show. with four. Delaney oh. three. Zach two. Is that what you got, Chandler? Favorite line. I'm a naughty. Do that parent. again. Four to three to two. <laughs> mm-hmm. We right. have multiple scorekeepers. That's how serious we take this game. Oh yeah. Very serious. Here oh, we right. go. Next sound. Netflix. Netflix. Who got it? I think it was Delaney. I did too, Zach. I I, I, I heard Delaney. I don't want to be biased, but okay. <laughs> okay. I really think I was. Can we can replay, replay? I mean, I can replay. try to pull up a replay real quick. Um, I'm throwing a challenge flag. All right, this is our first challenge flag. Oh wow! What happens if he doesn't get the challenge? I lose a point. He has to run outside of the building with. <laughs> Running's my sport. Who got it? I think it was. I have multiple scorekeepers. That's how serious we take this game. Oh yeah. Very serious. Oh, Here we go. Next sound. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yep, it was Delaney. Delaney got it. It was a dude's voice first. I'm not. Oh, serious. We take this game. Oh, yeah. Very serious. Here we go. Next sound. Netflix. Good Lord, that's close. I, I had Delaney to start with. And I still have Delaney. Yep. So we're going to have to go with Delaney there. Who was the mystery dude voice? We'll never know. It, there was a. He said it. We, we yeah, all we all it. said it. I was definitely last. Uh-oh. I, I was definitely was last. First. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Here we go. I'm out now, pretty much. That's the only reason I cared about that one so much. <laughs> we got a tie. We do? Photo to photo. Oh, yes. We do have a tie. How many of you left? We have three sounds left. Here we go. Next sound. Last bottle of Jack. We More than one. Mm. Alex. Alex yes, got it. He got that. That was big. Mm. Five, was four, a- two. All right. Here we go. Here's the last sound for oh, wow. round three, and then we have the bonus sound. So here well. we go. Um, Squid Games. Alex, wow. you are correct. He's the champ. Okay. Well Alex. done, Alex. Alex. Now, just for fun, for 50, 11 points, here's your bonus sound. Yeah, this is wow. it's a television show yeah. theme song. The... Doctor Who? Can I like no. tell them the network and just see if they can come yeah. up yes. with it? Yes. So it's on uh, CBS. And it's one of those crime shows. Yeah, is it say. one of the Chicago shows, Fire? No, that's NBC. Uh, is it uh, oh. Blue Bloods? No. no. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to You are correct, Chandler, sir. I win board. the game. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Alex, you are our champion. How do you feel? I feel blessed. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> Delaney what, came in second. And Zach, good showing, I thought, from you, no, Delaney. Yeah, thank you. You got to feel better about this than you did last confidence week. Confidence is up. Yeah. Yeah, you got off to a little bit of a rough start, but you, yeah. you know, you righted, you righted the ship there and got going. Chad yeah. says he was robbed on Netflix, I guess, referring to you, Zach. Chad. So you're my guy, Chad. There are some people uh, that think you might have got a first. Wouldn't have mattered. I feel like anyway. the Chiefs out here, they don't want to win twice. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, so Zach, uh, decent showing today, but give me trivia. That's what I'm saying. Uh-uh. <laughs> we'll have to come up with something uh, for next Tuesday. Oh yeah. Oh, I've got ideas. If we're going to do oh. a physical challenge, I've got ideas. Well, I mean, that was kind of joking about it. No, 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 no. These are these are physical challenges that everyone will have a 
level okay. playing okay. field. Well, I promise you on I'm that a big one. Survivor fan. I know a lot of challenges. Ooh. We could have them just stand against the wall all day and see, <laughs> uh, see who sits down first. I don't um, know about that. We'll come up with some stuff. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Alex, congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Thank well you. played. Well played. Um, any thoughts on the game? Was it fair? Was it a fair game? I think it was fair. Oh, officiated yeah. well. Produced well. Questionable officiating. All around. Uh, <laughs> fair officiating. Uh, yeah. Definitely fair. not scripted or anything. Zach will get a call from the uh, league office. He'll get a fine yeah, for talking fine bad for about that. the officials. Yep. Are we going to get a statement like the AAC officials like later in the week? I mean, if we can... Review the footage. Yeah. Ethan says Zach choked harder than the Lions the other okay. night. Oh! <laughs> Ethan, I wouldn't. Ethan, I'm not driving you to Charlotte. Ethan, I'm not driving you. You lost your place to stay this weekend. Uh, good work, good work. Thank you all for playing, and thank you for uh, your help here at Pirate Radio. Delaney, you gonna be us. at the game tomorrow night doing some Oh yeah, stuff? I'll be yeah. there. You'll be at the Charlotte game on this, uh, this weekend. Yeah, two games, three games in one week. Yeah, three so games uh, in six days. Looking forward to that, Alex. What are in your near future plans? <laughs> Football workouts, pretty much. They never end. Right? It, they never do. Well, they never do. Keep Trying up to get good better. work here and there, uh, no doubt. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Bryce Williams will join us in the Pirate Radio studios. We'll, uh, we'll talk to Big Bryce when we return. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, East Plumbing. Viva Electric and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Uh, all right. Welcome back to the show. You can't do anything, and I mean anything these days, without controversy. There's just a, every game result is is protested, it's questioned. Is this rigged? Is it not? And once again, another great fun game was just played here at Pirate Radio, but we have drama because during the break, I'm assuming Zach did his own uh, research and investigation here. I did. And Zach, you put it in super slow mo. 0.25 times speed. Okay. Mm. And what did you find out? Delaney listened to it with me also, and she conceded that I said it first. That you should have got the point for Netflix. Can we talk about even if he did get that point? We can talk about it. The results would not have changed. It it wouldn't have, and y'all would have been tied for second. But 
I feel like if Zach gets that, he's back in the game. Momentum shifts. <laughs> it was my last chance point. If are I you, didn't get that, I was out. Are you calling me your boo? <laughs> um, is there a ghost in here? <laughs> uh, you get the win, Alex. You get the win. Uh, Zach can blame the refs all week. Why is Alex so upset? Because I told him the whole game was under protest and he didn't win. It was under protest to see who came in second no i i told him that the whole game was in protest oh there's a nice asterisk beside his name now nice what by the way asterisk mm-hmm. asterisk by the check way check out the asterisk in there man <laughs> alex harper yes oh, your God. hands were so sweaty after that game i thought i was talking to eminem in there with mom spaghetti i, I was like are, are your knees weak <laughs> let me check your arms are they heavy i'm a current long snapper <laughs> do, do you get that nervous i mean do you, like does your hands get that like i just dude clammy clammy on a fourth down inside I don't, your own 10 yard line football no because i'm confident that i'm gonna do well in football so i don't get nervous during the games but like I don't know. One talking on the radio in general is kind of terrifying when you haven't done it before. And then also, I was I was trying to win. I didn't want Zach to go up two oh oh on me and Delaney. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Alex got the win. Zach should have got the point. And once again, just blame the refs. Yeah, that's the big issue. Cry. Get a job. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy Tuberville. Uh, Shirley, can we introduce Bryce Williams to the program? One, two, three, four. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. (laughs) Bryce, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm relaxed now. Things have uh, changed since you've been gone. Uh oh. Since you've been gone. worse. Uh, I would say for the worse. Uh, over the weekend, Chan found out a little bit about his uh, heritage. Heritage. Oh. Genealogy. Mm. You want to take a guess at what it is? Uh, like what your ancestors were? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Gladiators. <laughs> Think long and hard about it. <laughs> Mafia. <laughs> looks like a moth Chandler found out he's got some Italian blood I'm Italian, Italian. and his, cool. his whole it's not cool his uh, whole mindset has changed <laughs> he's now like just bossing people around oh, beating up people yeah. I walked in here I earlier this is no lie I walked in here from a break he's laid back in that chair with his foot in my chair like he owns his place oh you didn't see it before that I had both legs in the chair crossed i said what are you doing he said whatever whatever i want to do i'm I'm living my life black can drink and Mm -hmm. i I said i'm living my life and i'm living it the way i want to you know what i mean Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and i just wanted to make you aware because his attitude is affecting everyone around here and Mm. and it might affect you we'll see we need to bring some german and english in here aka me Oh, the, they call him the big brat. Yeah, the big brat. <laughs> big sausage. So, are you uh, still upset about the water? <laughs> yeah, well, we're on week two, so you know I'll leave it at that. <laughs> leave it at that. You got your old canteen with you today? She's your, in the truck. Your survival canteen? Yeah. She, what's the name of the canteen? Uh, what did uh, DV call it? I think Betsy. Bessie? Bessie. Bessie, I believe. Bessie. 
uh bryce good to see you sir yes sir you as well by the way zach uh john moody says beat charlotte on saturday we can get excited about pirate basketball mm. that might have been in reference to our conversation yeah about i was night. i was asking clip if ecu gets a win tomorrow night against a very good south florida team will you get excited he said i'll stay the same and i'll be then, happy you'll be happy but the excitement level i guess would not change now if east carolina goes and goes back to back wins and which would be four in a row four in a row mm. east carolina is now sitting at six of four in the conference mm. and that looks that, a little different how does that sound mm. that looks that makes me feel a little bit different chandler i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you mm. you're looking at six and four compared to honest. the two and three start that the pirates were on Speaking of teams that are hot, Bryce, the Super Bowl is set. Yeah, 49ers set. and Chiefs. Yeah, so I'm going 49ers. Why is that? I'm tired of the Chiefs. You know, Christian McCaffrey, cool guy. Um, Do you have any connections? When I was with the Panthers, temporarily. He was with. He was on the Panthers, remember? Mm-hmm. remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. he was on there. Uh, they drafted him. <laughs> Actually. Who? Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. He, why is he drawing? He's like, I don't know. Like, was, and Steve, was Steve Wilkes on the t- uh, on the staff too? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm not pulling. Yeah. So, I'm just pulling for San Fran for that instance. You know, George Kittle will be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know. so You like Kittle more than Kelsey? Or do yeah. You? Yeah. Now I do. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, are you one of these that are... Uh... Well, you know, kind of, yes. And... Uh, I mean, Kelsey's good, but George Kittle seems pretty cool. His personality seems a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Better? In what way? Uh, he just, he's a funny guy. In fact, I... Funny, funny how? <laughs> funny <laughs> how? Oh, I'm a funny guy? Funny how? <laughs> no, actually, I like Kittle because he's uh, he's into wrestling, so you'll see him walk in with, like, wrestling shirts. He'll walk oh, in nice. with a Pentagon Junior uh, luchador mask and stuff like that. I, I like his personality. Yeah. I like Kittle. Yeah. I'm uh, so I'm going for old San Fran. So that's who are y'all who are y'all going? San I'm Fran. definitely going for San Fran. San Fran. I, I'm going for San Fran. Simple I like, because I want Christian McCaffrey to get his. I want Steve Wilkes to go and get a Super Bowl the year after he was shafted from the Carolina uh, Panthers head coaching job. Shafted. Shafted. Yeah. I like uh, Kyle Shanahan. I like Debo. Yeah. I like McCaffrey. Debo's I like Kittle. Uh, I like the story of Mr. Irrelevant winning the Rock Super Bowl. Party, yeah, that would be cool. cool. That would be super cool. And I've got Chiefs fatigue. I will say this, though. I said it yesterday. The Chiefs, unlike a lot of good teams, they're not as hateable to me as a lot of dominant teams. Like, I think Patrick Mahomes, you don't like Mahomes, right? You said he's a little whiny. It's, it's From what I've been seeing, you know, recently this year, it just seems whiny. All right. right? I, I don't... I think for great quarterbacks, I don't mind Patrick Mahomes. I, I, yeah. Andy Reid's not that hateable so to me. Yeah, I like Andy Reid. Yeah. You know, so but I'm, but I'm tired of him. Me and, too. And I want something new. Yeah. Uh, do you know who's performing at the Super Bowl this year, Bryce? I do not. Um, it surprises me. Apparently, he's still doing stuff. But uh, Usher. Oh yeah, he's got some good jams. Yeah, like a long time ago. A long time ago. I, I was just kind of surprised. I didn't know he was still relevant. Yeah. Well, Rest. what about Rihanna last year? Oh, she played a lot of her old songs. Yeah. I feel like she's way more more recent than uh, yeah, Usher. Re- relevant. Yeah, no doubt. Like Rihanna, you turn on a pop station, you'll hear her song. Yeah. I haven't heard any Usher in a long time. Yeah. Not even on TikToks. 
and that's where and you I know. don't have TikTok, but I. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I was going to say that, and also the 49ers looking for their first Super Bowl, literally, in 30 years. Wow. Since 1994. Since they blasted the Chargers. I remember that one. <laughs> this is funny about the old Super Bowl. You know, I hear all these things recently about, ah, uh, things are rigged. This is rigged, you know, and the color of the logo. Have y'all heard this one? Like, yeah. Holt Naylor's uh, and the Walk-Ons talked about it on the Holt Naylor show. Yeah, well, yeah. now that's debunked because right. no one's purple. So so you got to uh, come up with another reason What's why you reason? think uh, it's rigged. Well, I, I did see somebody post on X, uh, that said the uh, the conspiracy is still alive, and it was a 49ers logo, and then it was a picture of Taylor Swift in a purple dress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can if you are right. a conspiracy guy, you can dance around it any way you want to make it, you know, feel like right. It's, Especially during like the um, was it the divisional play uh, divisional championships, you know, the whole you know I saw like where you know where Josh Allen and um, Baker Mayfield during their games were like so perfect and then on the towards the end they were just through the interceptions and these terrible paths you know mm-hmm. it was almost like it was getting thrown in the way they you know the who was it I forgot what team it was but like the way they were tackling they like pushed them into the end zone Steelers Maybe it was the Steelers. Ste- I remember watching the Steelers' bills and being like, dude, yeah. are they just afraid to tackle because of it's, it's being so cold? Right. Yeah. So, it's things like that. So I, well, but... Do y'all want to hear uh, the craziest stat you'll hear all week? Yes. Shirley, can I get a stat to consider here? Because this one... I want everybody to listen to this one. This is a good the one to tell your buddy. To consider. This is from Josh Dubo from the Associated Press. With the 49ers and Chiefs having no blank players on the active roster, a remarkable streak will continue. No player who finished college at blank has scored a point in the Super Bowl. What college is that? No player that attended college at blank has ever scored a point in the Super Bowl, and it will continue this year. I mean, that's a tough question. Obviously, I'm gonna. I'm asking this is for a for big Wednesday name school. Night, AJ McMurphy's crowd. There's the smart name players. a big name school. East Carolina. That's good at football. Yeah. That is incorrect. Ernest Bonner scored for the Redskins when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, we'll go. Uh, can we get a conference? The SEC. Uh, not Alabama. Not Vanderbilt. Alabama. Uh, Alabama is correct. See, I was gonna say Alabama, but I figured that was gonna be like two off. That's what makes it an amazing stat. Wow. No Alabama player has scored a point. So that means crossing. Wow. I guess that means kicking, too. I was about to say, ever. what about a kicker? Like, ever. Uh, but that includes, the, you know, crossing the goal line. Now, well, you got to think about the quarterbacks that have not succeeded in the NFL. Running backs. Right. Of course, Joe Namath was Alabama, but he never crossed the plane with, right. the, with the ball. Mm-hmm. But, like, Julio Jones, he's only been in one, I guess. Yes. Yeah. But all these running, like Mark Ingram, um, it's just crazy, right? Yeah. Do we not count Jalen Hurts? Did he score a point? I mean, he threw touchdown passes. That's not scoring That's, a point. I mean, you had Devontae Smith in the Super Bowl last year, but he never scored. Right. You got to cross the uh, goal line with the football. Mm-hmm. Zach is fact-checking that right now. All right. Who tweeted this? Uh, this is Josh Dubo, AP. Mm-hmm. So you had like Joe Namath and uh, Kenny Stabler, I guess, in Super Bowls, but never crossed the uh, plane with the ball mm. in their hand. Wow. That is an amazing stat. That's a stat to consider. True. Zach is a big conspiracy guy. He was just screwed out of a point and named that sound, and now he's looking up this stat as well. Mr. Doubtful over here. <laughs> so, And uh, 
kind of crazy too that the Niners and Chiefs have no Alabama players on their active roster. Yeah, when you think about it. Wow. So, uh, there you go, hmm. Bryce. What uh, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Was that the eleventh? That's a Sunday. Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. Um. While you think of that, I'll ask Chandler a question. John, should they move it to Super Saturday? Saturday. Well, it's it got to be Super Sunday. Absolutely, like it should be like it has been the whole time. Mm, just like what do you got? Huh? Against the Kansas City Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, Jalen Hurts scored three rushing touchdowns. Three. Wait, hold on. That's he not the Super the Bowl. Plane. Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. Chiefs Eagles. Oh yeah, last year. Yeah. Wait. He, he Josh, had, oh wow. He, he did three that. rushing touchdowns. Come on. Oh wait a minute. Like, can I read again? Oh did you? Oh wow. Can I read this? Go read for it again. With the 49ers and Chiefs having no Alabama players on the active roster, a remarkable streak will continue. No player who finished college at Alabama. Oh. Ice ice baby clip. <laughs> land it. Lay it on them. Finished college Loud at Alabama. He's Terrible. Not, he, he's not a Crimson Tide. He Loud is a Sooner. Where did he get his degree from? Here we go, Jim. I don't know. I, do you know? Did Who's he? Jim. I mean, probably Bama. That dude was there forever. <laughs> probably. We don't work in probably's in this no. uh, business. Nah, probably. He's not going to get you nowhere. Nope. Hey. I credit your your your. That's good journalism. It is. Uh, you but you fact check wrong, but you are. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, insane stat. What were we asking? Oh yeah, should the Super Bowl be on Saturday? Chandler says no. No. Uh, Bryce says no. No, I didn't say no. Oh. I think Saturday would be cool. I mean, I think maybe it could you know lead into a little better. Can I give uh, a tip to to the interns? I know that button sucks, but can you pull the pot down before you bang on it? Because <laughs> I know how frustrating it is. Because that dang button won't turn off. But if you pull the pot down, you won't hear this. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? But I'd be for Saturday, Super Saturday. Super Saturday, man. That sounds pretty cool, and it just leaves mm. more room for activities on Saturday. Oh, Chandler's out. He's out, and he's he was saying out. like things always. Has See, been. I don't know. That's how it's been the whole time. That's how it's been forever. You know what? Also Why change it? You know what's also been because we the whole time is conferences in college football mm. going regional mm. location in the country. What'd you say? Yeah, conferences in college football. Oh, God, change it. So, you know what? People like you, Chon, that like to tie one on and have a few brujas. How you feeling on Monday morning? Exactly. I'm feeling just fine. I'm Italian. You're, <laughs> you're, I don't think Italians are known for drinking, though. That'd be uh, like Irish. No. That is true. Irish that is true. Or German. <laughs> we love a little Moscato and a little, uh, a little Pinot Grigio. Yeah, Pinot. <laughs> What was that first thing you said? Is that uh, a real? Moscato? Yeah. Moscato. What's that? That's my it's choice like a, of wine. It's a sweet oh, It's a wine. sweet, sweet wine. It's for sweet men like Chon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back. Sweet stallion. We'll uh, find out what uh, what would be on Bryce's Super Bowl menu. Here's what I'll say. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll say this. All right. Go ahead. Why not make Monday like a national Oh, holiday? my God. Now, I know. You're the millionth person to say that. I don't know why we can't do it here. Let's start the trend. Let's be trendsetters. Let's take Monday off. Hey, Ellerby, we ain't coming in on Monday. If you're listening, it's Monday. He's in his office, I believe. I know he Let's do a practice run this week and not come in this Monday. Sounds perfect. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll take a break, come back more with Bryce, John, the crew, back with you after this. We know you like us, girl, so you better get sterile, cause we are the home shit that are rocking your world. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox? or filler. Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit and love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Bryce Williams. Uh, hey, calendar about to turn to February. Now's the time to at least pay a little bit of attention to college basketball right right so you can be ready to fill out your bracket this year that's right try to win one man oh man i didn't come in last who did i beat last year where did i place do we do we save these all i know is uh who finished first that would be me uh two out of the last three or four years oh is that right because i had virginia when they won i know someone that Mm. i know the one person that won when you didn't win who's that hunter ellaby that is true. <laughs> that is that bracket still might be up in Jonathan's office. I think it's framed. Bryce, um, I wanted to do a quick exercise with you. I'm gonna name uh NBA team. You just tell me one player that's ever played for them. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, let's start let's start with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, that's Jordan Pippen. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. How about the uh the Lakers? Ah, oh, Kobe. Okay. Shaq. All right. Let's go with the Rockets. Hang on, the Rockets. That's um, hang on. What up, Houston Rockets? Yeah. Okay. Good start. Oh, I'm just gonna sling one out there. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> He's never been a Rocket. All right. So rocket. the game ends at two. I was just curious. You have no interest uh, in the NBA. Uh, Your Chandler was explaining who Terry Rozier was to you a moment ago. Uh, oh, Terry! Who was someone who played for the Rockets? Well, if you want to go back, back you can go like Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, Barkley, Drexler, Yao Ming. Maybe you could have got uh, Tracy McGrady. Ah, uh, see, I think I Jeremy got Lin. Durant and Tracy McGrady mixed up. Uh, that happens to the I best of us. They're both tall. Very tall. All right. Um, I'll tell you what, so we don't run out of time with it, let's get some Pyradio Outdoors in. Mm. I saw two gentlemen today, Bryce, uh, see a lot of deer on the side of the road. Two gentlemen were grabbing this deer by the uh, antlers, because it did have horns, I guess, um, and by the feet, hooves, whatever, and putting it on the back of their truck. Mm. Hmm. What do you think they were going to do with that? uh, How big were the horns? They were big enough to where the dude, like, had them they, they look pretty big uh what he could do depending i'm not gonna like um i would never like skull mile or really 
display anything I find on the side of the road, but I do if I find a decent rack, which I did this year, I'd probably use them for rattling horns or just sort of hang them up. So you um, can do something with those Yeah, they horns. can make rattling horns. They can make a gun rack with them. They can do all sorts of stuff, um, depending how fresh it was. Now, that's kind of where I was going. And I've done this because I've known it's be fresh. I've done it twice. If it's fresh, then you're salvaging whatever meat is not, you know, getting tainted by a possible busted gut and all that interesting so how did what do you mean you knew something to be fresh like you were well my father-in-law hit one yeah. about two you a little over two years ago and like that night called me up picked it up and got the back straps i think i ham okay and back in high school um it was like a snow day actually which was pretty cool and we were having a fire in the woods and buddies um one buddy called another buddy and said, hey, I just hit a deer. Do you want it? And we're like, well, yeah, we're all hanging out in the woods and having a fire, so let's get a deer. Very resourceful. Oh, yeah. Don't let it go to waste. There you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, what you been, uh, been up to well, in the water um, fields? Well, this woods. past Friday in the water, uh, we went trout fishing and unfortunately had a very good day. Um, it was beautiful weather. Caught... Um, three men living in a trout so that was very exciting and then that night I had a fish fry and I said yes to a fish fry so I fried up some fish had some coleslaw and you know it was good so I was out on the boat I'm hoping painfully to say that tomorrow is the last day of duck season I'm hoping I'll get to go with a buddy tomorrow morning um, if not then I've only went once this year but that's all going to change you know so that's what we're doing now and then it's going to be on to fishing and wait for turkey season all right uh on to that when is uh when is prime fishing season for you i mean is there a prime uh, fishing I mean, season really i mean you inshore fishing is pretty much on whenever year round for the most part you know obviously like offshore right things come in you know to you know come into once they come into season they just sort of come into our waters at certain water, you know, times of the year because water temperatures and stuff like that. So, um, but as far as what I do, that's 365 pretty much. 365. Mm-hmm. Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Uh, Scott, we were talking about the Super Bowl, said move the Super Bowl back to the fourth Sunday in January like it used to be and the week after the AFC and NFC Championship game. So uh, he's saying no break between the uh, mm. no week in between. Hmm. I don't know. I, uh, what do you think, Chon? Do you like to save the flavor? Give it one more week? Yeah. Just get it. Yeah. Let it build up. Let the hype build up. Mm. Let, let, the hype, right? let the hype. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> that we only have one more, Wait. two more weeks left until the Super Bowl. Are you talking like Vito Corleone? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> on Pirate Radio. I was watching uh, Sopranos this weekend. They were talking about moving the line in the uh, Giants Ravens Super Bowl. I think it was. Does your family have any involvement in big line movement and things like that? No comment. Hmm. No comment. Why not? One doesn't speak about their family life. <laughs> their actual family and their family. Yeah. <laughs> family. And if I told you, well, I'd have to kill you. How many bodies you got there, buddy? Hey, that's on the resume. That's, that's something you don't talk about. Yeah. Because if I told How many you, antlers you got hanging on the wall? Got one. 
My brother's room. My brother killed. Ah, so it's not yours. Not mine. Ah, uh, but what's family? My brother's a made man. What's family? What's family? <laughs> Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. One more segment to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday with Bryce Williams. More to go. Back with you after this. Rhymes are creating. 80. And everybody knows that JJ Bass devastating. We know you like us, girl, so you better get girl. Because we are the home shit that are rocking your world. Super Sonic. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a mixed day for the stock market. The Dow was up 133 points and closed at 38,467. However, the NASDAQ fell 188. 18 points rather at 15,509 and the S&P slipped just two points and closed at 4,924. That is your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing called Wells Fargo Advisors at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you Pirate Radio Live. Chandler said that we wish we had more time because of what, Chandler? There's a tweet that I just saw, and it's talking about Dan Campbell saying this may be their only shot. Uh, He said uh, Frank Michael Smith uh, said he might be right. These are the biggest stars who made a conference final but never the highest stage. And just a, a few examples, Carmelo Anthony, King Griffey Jr., Barry Sanders, Steve Nash, LaDainian Tomlinson. So there's just a few. Sammy Sosa. That never made it to their championship they were on the cusp that made it to a, a conference championship and never but made never it to the, the, the highest stage yeah. yeah tony gonzalez is one of those guys good Hello. list yep uh-huh. uh eric says eventually state will make old chanzarelli an offer he can't refuse eric says hustle loyalty crossed out respect chan cena <laughs> <laughs> hustle respect and loyalty crossed out uh, how did he do that? How did you do the cross out? Eric, how do you do that, man? Just ton of respect. Ton of respect, ton of hustle, no loyalty. Chan Honeycutt. Bryce. We're going to talk about Super Bowl. I know. I thought I should maybe push that back to next week. Yeah, that works. Because we yeah, still got. We still have a week because they don't do it the fourth Saturday. Why is Ben Johnson. Staying in Detroit and not going to Washington, Bryce. Ben Johnson is the offensive coordinator of the Lions. He says, you know what? We're going to run it back. I'm staying in Detroit. I'm not taking a head coaching job. Mm. And he's the guy I wanted. And uh. now we wait. So that's uh, – but we talked about that earlier. You got to – especially if you're a college coach, it sucks to leave your players and leave your guys. But yeah. your name is only hot for so long. Right. But this is the second straight cycle. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, has decided to stay in Detroit. Hmm. Interesting. He's probably got loyalty, you yeah. know, unlike <clears throat> John. <clears throat> <laughs> I guess so. And he likes the situation yeah. with uh, with golf and Gibbs yeah. and Amon Ra, and they got some talent. Yeah, there, so. so Laporta. Yeah, he's got a good. The Lions have a great young offense. Yeah, I would, but. 
I don't know. That bummed me out today. I thought he was going to be our guy. I know. So who's in the running? Great question. Oh, we don't know. Could that. be Dan Quinn, Mike Vrabel. At this point, I hope it's Mike Vrabel. Yeah. But they interviewed the Lions' defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. I've heard Bobby Slowick, mm-hmm. the yeah. Houston Texans coordinator. He was high on my radar too. Just what he's done with uh, C.J. Stroud on this your year. coach dar, my coach dar. But we shall see. Uh, I think we'll have a head coach, Bryce, by the time we see you next Tuesday. That'd be cool. I'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. Need to name for it your sake, later. you know. I, I mean, I know Redskins are your team, man. Mm, mm, Red, mm. The who? Yeah, they're the Redskins. Aren't they, Clip? Those Redskins. They were. They are. All they know is, <laughs> I just want them to win, man. I just want. I know. I just want to have fun during football season. Right. Would you say you want what N- Nikki Ellerby wants for East Carolina athletics? Consistency. Yeah. Winning. Consistency. I would take that. Although he said six and six, I need more. <laughs> I need better than five hundred. I need yeah. playoffs. All right, Alex. Congratulations on Good your job, win, Alex. Zach, sorry you got screwed. Maybe Go dry your hands, Alex. Uh, Get that man a towel. Shirley, great job hosting. Name that sound. Bryce, we'll see you next week. Yes, sir. John, we'll see you on Wednesday. Tomorrow, baby. Uh, Another big edition of Pirate Radio Live coming your way. 3 o'clock Wednesday. We will talk to you then. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.